All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Cole Tracy, former LSU kicker. You're listening to One Team, One Podcast. Welcome back, One Team, One Podcast. Matt, Jack, we have Sam on the doing the producing. We have Jude in the background still. Obviously. And then we have Devin joining us. You joined us one other time, Devin. Yes, sir. But now you're here in Baton Rouge. Yep, for the week. That's right. So, And you're going to be full-time back here uh, for August, right? Yep, going to Aruba for about two weeks. Aruba. Jamaica. That's, I've been singing that for about mm. a month now. Uh. And I was listening to that on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'll be over there for about 12 days, and then I'll be back here around August Awesome. 15, 20th, somewhere Part of the, around there. And, and, yeah. he, and um, Devin handles the One Team Media account on Twitter, mm-hmm. and you're going to see a lot more of him, especially for the fall, whenever we do this. Um, we were just talking about a whole bunch of different ideas, like uh, – should I say it? Death Valley Confessional. Mm. See if somebody trademarks that before I, me. I got a Death Valley Confessional. I'm not died with this equipment over oh. here. That's my confessional <laughs> Sam for is that. stressed. I'm chiming in. Out. That's the uh, that's the courtesy automotive studio confessional. <laughs> yeah. Courtesy auto. Yeah, we ha- it's going to be a sponsored confessional. Um, uh, but before we get started with anything on the show today, uh, I want to give a big, big shout out to our sponsors. Um, it's Bank of England Mortgage. They're our uh, sponsor for our, all of our audio podcasts, so we appreciate Bank of England. Um, we also have River Cities Total Maintenance. That's Lucas Ragusa over at River City, so you need to check them out on the North Shore and in New Orleans. I know we have a few l- listeners in New Orleans, so check them out for any of your AC needs. Also, Relief Pools. Uh, ben Landry at Relief Pools doing tons of work right now. Um, trying to see, there's a little area for a hot tub right over there. So we're going to get in touch with Ben about that. And then last but not least, for the first second, we have Fred's Bar in Tireland. Uh, just talked to Jason the other day over at Fred's. Everybody knows Nay over there. Uh, we're going to do some, uh, we got some big things in the work works with Fred's in Tigerland. So we appreciate those guys. Uh, we're going to get started here. There's, you know, it, we're, the, the name of this episode is the off season, S-Z-N. Yeah, That's how the kids do it, season. right? Season. 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 Yeah, um, you just say season. Season. Yeah, season. You just you don't say it like season. No, no. You just you just say season. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, off season right now. Uh, I think everybody wants to be in like a. How many weeks we got left? We have what? Seven weeks. Yep. Yeah, seven, six, seven, seven and a half. Fifty-two days, seven weeks. I think for the next seven weeks, LSU fans want uh, every everybody to debate Miles versus uh, Max. Yep. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going. Maybe for a couple (laughs) weeks, but I'm not going to do it all off season. 
That's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. So far, we've done it every week. I don't know if you. Yeah. We're not doing it today. Yeah, Tell you are. that. Oh, you are. We yeah. are. Okay. I think it should be Max. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, the reality is both these guys are coming in <laughs> there, and they're giving they're giving it their all to uh-huh. to help so LSU yeah. win football games. So I mean, I think I, you just got to <laughs> trust the coaching staff, and how many times we got to go back to that. And I, I really think that when it comes to LSU, it's like if you look at this year's team and you're like, oh, yeah, they should make the college football playoff, I think you're pretty brainwashed. It's like that's a lot of like delusion right there. I think the next two years is what they're building for because most of these guys are going <laughs> to most of these guys are going to be back. And, yeah, I'm not trying to be the Debbie Downer on nothing, but it's just like <laughs> common sense. You don't go from 5-5 five and five to the playoff. There's no Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase walking but through you those doors. From, but you can go from the playoff to 5-5. Five and five. So, yeah. like, I think you can just flip it back around. There's the guys that – Not how it works. Coming from an Auburn fan, not how yeah, that works. The guys, the, the guys that are in yeah, position – Yeah, the talent that is going to be necessary for them to get back does not have the experience necessary yet. Great. Well said. I, I, uh, my Disagree. only We're going rebut. Is that what you say? Rebut? Rebuttal. Rebuttal? Rebut, yeah. though. Yeah. I'm it's going rebut. To, you're going to rebut it. Yes. This is your rebuttal. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I have a rebuttal. I've rebutted rebuttal plenty is. of times in my life. <laughs> but uh, this rebuttal would be that um, – all right, where was I even going? <laughs> all right, 2018. Yeah. I, I think that 2018 – wasn't as good of a statistical year and we should be looking at 2018 as a model of like okay here's how our offense improved from 2018 to 2019 um you're just sick of this conversation is that what you No, did I'm that? trying to think about okay. what you're saying. All right, so <laughs> yeah. we we changed coaching staffs, right? And you went from a conservative offense uh Les Miles was a decade behind. Yeah, no no, but this was Ed Ogeron. But this is um, Matt, 2018, this, this which is uh, coachy. Yeah, Ensminger is the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and you're you're in a system. You're under the center a lot, um, and you've changed to a completely different out uh, offense. It was like a spread slash pro hybrid. And I'm pretty sure we can all agree that 2020 was a step back offensive philosophy from 2019. Oh, they went back point. to the same stuff they did the year before, right? Uh, 18. So. If that's the case, then why couldn't you see a drastic improvement if the coaches that we're bringing in is running more of a scheme like 2019 would be? Well, you just said they got a new coaching staff, so then like there's a it, step back with the new coaching staff. And the thing is, DJ Mangus. That's not necessarily D- true. DJ Mangus should have been given the job he has now. He should have been the replacement. They should have just the offensive coordinator. He should uh, be the offensive coordinator uh, instead of the passing game. Uh, or you should. You mean? Yeah, he, he should have been the passing game coordinator when Joe Brady left. I gotcha. think it's safe gotcha. to say that optimism in Baton Rouge is high. Sure. For the yes. for the team, for yes. over the next three year window, there's a reason to be extremely optimistic. I just think it's like if you're expecting a championship this year, don't be surprised if your heart's broken. Y'all tweet at Devin and tell him why he's wrong. Yeah. It's take like all that hate to Devin. Yeah, and show right. the chat. Show the chat because sure I'm sure they're all in there chat. talking to. Talking so, to yeah, I'd love to hear it. But you lo- you look at it. Uh, the, here's a chat. Never mind. No, there's no one in the chat. <laughs> um, my. Uh, another thing that I'll say on this is um, 2019 to 2020, um, I think that it's not just Mangus, but also Pete's involved here. And I think that you have better personnel now than what you had from 2019 to 2020. I so, so I think you're improved 
that much more in 2021? I would say in terms of, like, receiving personnel last year, I'd say they were definitely better on paper. It was just, like, Coach E and O, like, they, their reluctancy to trust freshman skill position players is unbelievable. Like, they won't do it until it's, like, the last resort. Like, the bowl game against Central Florida, they finally put Jamar in. Right. 120 yards. They finally play Butte, most receiving yards in a game in SEC history. It's like, oh, yeah. what, what would – this guy have done if you put him on the field with Terrace Marshall and gave him a real role on the yeah. team instead of okay we got to wait till Terrace and Arik are gone to start throwing number one the ball it just makes no sense to me and that's like this year I think they're gonna make the mistake of playing guys like that are older receivers as opposed to their incoming freshman receivers that should be all NFL players here come three years but yeah. the same issues it's like you've seen so many mistakes and reluctancy to trust the young guys because mm-hmm. I mean. Even LSU last year, once they started playing the young guys, they were winning games. And it was like yeah. once they got the old like leftovers that couldn't really see the field on the good teams, it was like yeah. they started showing some optimism. They weren't a contending team, but they were a young team that you could get excited about. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I say, let I me mean, as we look ahead, looking at LSU's schedule. You know, a realistic finish for LSU mm-hmm. um, is, uh, yeah, bias, Auburn fan, War Eagle, uh, War Damn Eagle, as a matter of fact. Uh, it's a <laughs> podcast. I can cuss. I can curse. Um, Auburn, questionable in my mind, but in reality, Alabama, questionable as a win or loss, and then Texas A&M, questionable. As much as, like, nobody really wants to say it, it's like Texas A&M is on the up and up, and they give LSU a fight. And then other than those two games – you know, where's LSU going to lose, I think. So, so it's like, I, I, it really comes I, down to talent right. on the other side of the field. I, I posed that question on Twitter, and one of my one of my statements was it was really hard to find the second loss. Right. Like, we all are going to assume that Alabama is going to be the, the first loss or one loss. And when it comes to the second loss, I could easily say we can win those games. So when it comes to, like, Texas A&M, Ole Miss – those are two games that people start talking about that we could lose. And I can give you a complete answer of why we can win those games. Sure. My well, rebut or rebuttal or rebuts. Rebut. We're nah. going to call them rebuts. Anyways, you're rebutting. Oh. <laughs> Ole Miss doesn't have the talent like LSU does. That's all I want to throw in there. I mean, they don't. They don't. They don't have it on the talent. Well, the if they were, side of the ball, they don't have the talent on the offensive side. If of the they ball. weren't going to beat us last year, how are they going to beat us? Exactly. Yeah, uh, I just gonna, feel like we're in a completely different situation. I'm going to get killed for this, but okay. earlier today, <laughs> earlier, earlier, to, earlier today, I said ten and two. If, ten and two okay. if, if okay. Max Johnson's a quarterback. Okay. <laughs> ten uh, and two. Fifteen and zero if Miles Brennan's a quarterback. Eight and four. No, no, eight and no. four in that scenario. Eight and four. Yeah. Ooh, no, I love that. Eight and a half. I love them both. Okay. Go um, ahead. I would say. <laughs> Ten and two, A and M has no business with LSU as long as like their back seven is just like they, average. Because right. they, who they're not going to blow them up down the field. They are very very limited offense. Absolutely, I don't tr- I don't trust that. I mean, if LSU started Max Johnson last year, they win that game. They'll go yeah. as far as Haynes King is going to take them, and he, that's about yep. into the ground right there. Andrew I don't know Martin about that. In the chat I, mean, I, think, I think there's definitely some potential there with him. Says A and M never puts up a fight in Death Valley. Are they in Baton Rouge this year? Yes, yep. in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Um, they've also never had a good team come to Baton Rouge, um, other than the Johnny Manziel team in 2013. That, that, Which um, Mike that, Evans. That doesn't, that doesn't change this year either. Sure. I mean, maybe so. I don't think. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I think the direction that Jimbo's taking that program right now, I actually think is actually – Oh, very good. I, I think, think they're in a really good direction. He's, he's definitely earned that contract up to this point. Especially I mean, defensively. 
Yeah, they've they've got to get more explosive on offense. Keep bolstering that secondary, and I'm like, they're definitely a good team. I was probably a little harsh on them there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they, they're a top twenty five team, but the moment you put them on a field with a contender, they're getting smoked. Let's so not. I, I, th- I think it's their themselves. philosophies, right? Like offensively, and and you got Jimbo Jimbo Fisher that is a um, an offensive mind, quote unquote, but it's very pro style. It's not the college offense that you would expect to be an explosive mm-hmm. offense. And yeah, they're they're recruiting at the lines. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what that's I'm the line. I they're not recruiting oh, these skill guys that they should be recruiting. Their running back room is awesome. I mean if LSU had yeah, that running Isaiah's back room, I would do Spiller. anything. Right. Yeah, Anaya Smith, uh even Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, Isaiah Spiller, Spiller, Devon yeah. Shane, all three of those guys, they're just gonna be menaces. Like, right. Imagine imagine what they would do if they could stretch the field on that offense. Like Yeah. That would I mean you put but you put those any of those that's, three. That's another question mark for them is just who's going to step up at wide receiver. For Nobody. Them. I mean, Damos no. is. They Wiedermeyer is one of the best tight ends in America, but other than that, is he, yeah, oh yeah, Wiedermeyer's yeah. still there. Yeah, yeah, he's right. he's yeah. incredible. He's young, but actually. he he's yeah. he's not exactly like a you know elite uh, pass catcher. By yeah. any means. Well, he's, you know, I he's would right. say he is. Like, he's okay. I, I mean, he's I feel good like, for a tight end. Yeah. I feel like he does it all. Yeah. He's he's you know. He's a good blocker. He's like he's a, a Sternberger. Uh, I would say he's elite. Sternberger like light. Oh, I, I would say he's definitely better than Jace. Really? Way way better athlete. Okay. Hmm. That's way good. better better athlete, more speed. Like I'd say they're pretty similar though. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, I mean this is this is the same offense that scored. I know it was bad weather, but twenty points on us, a bad defense. Yeah, I mean, and one uh, of them was a pick six. That's right. So, True. well, offensively, then they only scored sure. 13, 13 right? points. Right. And Kayshawn, I'm, I'm not going to blame refs. LSU wasn't as good as A&M last year. I don't, right, whatever. Right. We shouldn't have won. But Kayshawn but. Butte's touchdown should have counted, and that's fair. Max Johnson doesn't throw that pick six. So That's true. Yeah, we did have the wrong quarterback. In we, yeah. yeah. I, I would love to see what happens if they didn't have their third Spe- best Like quarterback a running quarterback with that weather actually would have been you know, significantly better. So let's just talk about it then. Miles and Max, you oh. want to do that? Is that what you were going we, for? We I'll tell you what, you guys lost to Jim and TJ Finley, you idiots. <laughs> Y'all really messed up for losing TJ Finley. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. sure. Oh my God, we're going to have to go no, in no, on no, Brian no, no, Harson no. tonight, aren't we? That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I think we are. Uh, the Boise State way, it didn't even work at Boise. Yeah. Um, what do you I'm not doing it. Okay, I'm not doing it. Sorry, what? Matt. You don't want to debate it? He's trying to get you to bite. He's going to, he's trying to, yeah, yeah. I'm being honest. They have some talent, but what makes him better than Gus? Uh, he runs a real offense. Gus runs a, no. a wide receiver screen every third uh, down. A, Halfback draw. For, ooh, I uh, can't do it. Halfback draw, first and ten. Okay, wide receiver screen, <laughs> slant pass, ooh. out route to Seth, jet sweep. We have six Wait, plays. So we do a wide receiver screen every four times. Who? Everybody knew it. Raise your hand if you knew it was coming. A wide receiver screen, a halfback dive with the middle. Raise your hand with Gus Miles on. Well, I'm I mean, everybody. Wait, I'm not taking your bait. He sucks. But – I'm sorry. Brian, I, I'm holy shit! Which, but what I'll tell you is, I, I'm, I'm <sighs> from I'm from Austin. Grew up watching the Longhorns a lot. I was never a fan of them. But the moment they hired Brian Harson, that's why they suck now. He Ooh. he ran that program into the ground as an offensive coordinator. I can't wait Thanks, to get the J Boy show on. All with I'm you. gonna say, about hey, let's click Jude in for the QB talk real quick. Yeah, thank you, Jude. I need a I need a. Jude said he wants in on the QB talk. All right, come on. All right, Jude, what's your what's your hot take this week? You got anything new? <laughs> it's the hear- same one since I've been hired. Miles <laughs> uh, should start. Miles should start. Why? Should start. Why? Why? I don't know if I can me- make it in. Do you want a new coach? Why? 
let me, do you have any like let me let me backtrack here let me, back, let me backtrack here uh there should be a more open quarterback battle than this uh what's his name max johnson just automatically gets oh, this job wait whoa, whoa. That's, you that's just automatically just forgot his name yeah you didn't forget his name that was a yeah you did that that was a shot uh, like oh yeah this guy it's a plain ass Plain Anglo-Saxon name. Oh. I can It's just as plain as Jackson and Matt and wow. Devin and Sam. Okay, uh, William. It's Samuel. Samuel. Calm, calm down, you. William. <laughs> Thank you for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Good Jude, you're, Jude, you're yeah. Appreciate it, Jude. Jude. I'd really talk about Gus Malzahn. Jude, did you know Miles Brennan will be 23 years old this year and he's never won a home game in his career? That's oh, insane. That's Yikes. bad. Yikes. All right. Yikes. Can I he's bring him back one. in for a Yeah, rebut? bring him back in. Rebut. Let's rebut. rebuttal. Rebut. I mean, he had a chance against Troy, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you know that did, did you know that if Kyle Pitts doesn't sit out the Florida game, Max Johnson might be null and void in that conversation? No. He still has 55 the next week. 52? I didn't hear about that. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, uh, Kyle Pitts wasn't there, but Stingley wasn't there either. <laughs> that, I mean, And also our fucking defense coordinator was Bo Pelini. So that's, like, that's also mm. Florida's fault because they rested Pitts in games last year in which they thought they didn't need him. Jeez. Like, that's pretty self-inflicted. Devil. For sure. Uh, all right, so uh, that, yeah. I think we can all agree here then that it's Max Johnson, right? Yep, I think Jude agrees with us too, actually. And he's not allowed back in the studio. Summer, the wife of one team, one podcast, has joined us. Um, yeah, I have too much power here controlling what Jude talks and what Jude doesn't talk. That's true. That's a great point. Summer, come on. Real Summer. house, real house wives uh, Do we have snacks team? coming? <laughs> no snacks tonight. No snacks today. Okay. Uh, what's your thoughts, Max Johnson or Miles Brennan? Go ahead, Summer. Wow, you quickly, really, you really think that about Miles? One game, one game tomorrow, and the aliens are coming down to us. Summer wants to give him a chance. She's a Miles Brennan. Uh, she hates Max Johnson. <laughs> hates Max Johnson. Well, that's one of the things that people say on Twitter. It's like, all right, if you are for Max Johnson, then obviously – and people would say that to yeah. us. They were like, why do you hate Miles Brennan? And I'm like, I don't hate anybody. I just think that the guy's going to start. That's all it is. I don't Thank hate – Thank you, Summer, for your contribution. I don't hate Miles – I don't hate Miles Brennan. It's just a simple precedent is if you're building a team for the future, like young – team's pretty young. I mean, skill position, they're all going to be returning next year. Yeah. Why – do we want to be in the same exact scenario next year with Max, Nuss, Walker Howard? Why? That's pointless. Well, can Walker we, Howard's going to win the job I, in Well, can we talk about the Walker Howard, so. Nuss, Meyer – uh, competition. Oh my God! Two weeks in a row, weeks we've in talked row. about how I, good LSU's <laughs> quarterbacks are. Guys, you had one quarterback. You've had one. What? one. Oh. And oh, yeah, we're on this. And, oh. No, with this offense, you can recruit quarterback. quarterbacks. The, yeah, I know. It's good too. <laughs> <laughs> we had two. Nick Marshall. Oh yeah, Nick Marshall was Nick Marshall was, Nick Marshall was electric. Not a, I love not a quarterback. Nick Marshall. Not I love him though. So yeah, but he ran that offense. Nick Marshall, perfectly. then I'm bringing. He up ran the Brandon Gus Harris. offense perfectly. Yes, thank you. And Gus, wait, 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 Gus wait. didn't recruit the quarterbacks. He needed to run that offense like but, Nick Marshall and Cam Newton. That's no, 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 it. That's no. it. We need to hear Jack's uh, his comment just now. If we if we're going to talk about Nick Marshall, you're bringing we have up to talk Nick about Marshall. I'm going to bring up like Brandon Danny Etling. No, you said Brandon Harris. Danny Etling. I meant to say Nick Marshall led his team to a national championship. That's right. 
Thanks, Devin. Oh, okay. Devin. I mean, uh, okay. Team, up until Devin's okay. team, Sam. Up until up until yeah, Coach no, let's, O. Let's pretend like that national championship run wasn't a complete fucking like. It was oopsie daisy. We made. The they almost won the national championship. <laughs> they almost won the bitch. It was I mean, no fluke at all. God loves Auburn. But it was that. It was a. They were a thumb away from being also like. Four uh, loss. Nine and three. Yeah, two <laughs> yeah. loss. Whatever. I mean, Bef- we, did, we did the same thing this year. But if, I'm not here I mean, to argue you know, Auburn's luck. If, if, if Joe Burrow... <laughs> right, We're talking so, about Nick Marshall here. <laughs> so 2018, LSU at Auburn. Fun fact, the game was on my birthday and I was there. It was the rain awesome. game. It rained, right? No, a lot. No, it was the walk-off Cold Trace game. Oh, I'm thinking of... Uh, yeah, I was there too. I'm thinking of 20... What was it? 2017. I'm thinking the year Nick Marshall won the national championship. We oh yeah, I, I'm saying 2013. I'm saying 2018. Yeah. Okay. 2018 in terms of Auburn LSU. Joe Burrow, that game was awesome. Whatever, best birthday ever. Whatever. So <laughs> that. Wow. Um, Yikes! If somebody if, had a bad birthday. No, but honestly speaking, okay. if LSU lost that game, there was a real case for Auburn being a big, bigger and better program than LSU at that point in time. Yeah, but that was had, yes. so huge. Yeah, and it will never get that. talked about. And did, they haven't won here since I've been born. I'll be twenty three in two right. months. Right. But why? Wait, why are we on how Auburn can't win and like the games are not special? I, I, I gave. Devin, I we gave were you about how good the quarterback room. You is. brought it up. I gave you. you, you brought it up. I, I gave you a compliment. Shit, our yeah. I, it's yeah. your fault. And, bringing up Nick Marshall, dude. <laughs> no, but and that's I truly like. <laughs> and then you look at Auburn now. Gus Malzahn, like surely he was going to disappoint a little bit, but he was such a maniac that right. He beat Saban three times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> find me one other coach in the SEC that's beat him twice. I know that is impressive for like, him. I mean, but as far as like the program, like looking at LSU and Auburn on the field, like look at the athletes, look at the guys LSU's putting out. And I know it's different with the oh yeah, now races, it's more but, and, like, uh, but uh, right, LSU is, has uh, they've always had more swagger than Auburn. Auburn never walked out like you were like. No, I mean, we had times where we had swagger, but there was also times, especially the last few years with Gus Malzahn, where we were like, we weren't as athletic, we didn't have the guys, and like we knew it, and we had to do this, this trickeration candies. But if you right. don't like trickeration, yes. why did y'all hire Brian Harson? That's all he's run for 10 years. Yeah, man, well, I love trickeration. I love trickeration, but it's the same eye candy for eight years. But does it worry you, though, that okay. he said I get the that. Boise State way at Auburn, though? Like, he was. Dude, he regressed Boise. I'm ready for this dude to come in here and put weight, put make our guys work out and lift in. I'm just concerned about around. the offensive style. Yeah. I think that you're going to be putting a guy under center that doesn't need to be under center. But next, yes. I mean, what are we going to do about that? Gus Malzahn. I think there. I think Gus Malzahn's philosophy was different than like even like Jake Peets. If you look at it, like it's it's a different style. You got a guy that's not under center, but. Gus Malzahn was just doing all kinds of crazy Listen, stuff with that. What we're going to do, I think, as an Auburn fan, I've watched a little bit of Boise State film, and like I'm not like some sort of football coach or guru or anything, but I've seen what they do. They love to run like the stretch zone. You know how like mm-hmm. the 49ers were run that, that zone where the guy busts it? You know, he takes off. We're going to try to do a ton of that with Tank. and Monster. then And then get and, – and, I think that's your shot. Yeah, right see, there. I don't love that, actually. I, I don't love it either. I love getting him yeah. north and south. But the thing is, we don't have the offensive line, I don't yeah. think, to mm-hmm. block like we need to block. So he's going to have to take these holes that he sees. But at the same time, like again, we don't have the athletes to compete up. It can, like Devin White and how many other linebackers have you all had that run four fives back and forth, four yeah. fours, you know, yeah. at 200 pounds? I will. No, 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 no. 
White's 245. Dude, that's Jones. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. So they're going to try to <laughs> stretch the field. We'll see if it goes. But he does have – he has developed quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, he's developed yeah. the the OC for the Cowboys. Come on. Kellamore. Thank you. Um, he has the kid now at, at Boise State. He's yeah. got a funky name. Anyway, Kellen put, Moore played for Brian Harson. Kellen Moore, Moore uh, Harson oh, was the was OC. The OC. Okay, while okay. He, yeah. Listen, yeah. all right. This is the first year. I'm gonna lie to myself. We might get our teeth kicked in, but like, it's well, not, I, it's least, not Harson's fault this year. At least I want to no. see like a push he, yeah. on on our team where we're fighting. You know, like like with you guys in that Florida game, y'all could have rolled over in that Florida game. Well, I think you could have quit. They did I think not quit. Sam Harson is a good enough coach for that part. I just don't think he's a good enough X's and O's coach that's going to be able to get you guys to the right place. Yeah, and we got Mike Bobo from South Carolina, and it's like okay, South thank Carolina. God you got Demetrius Robinson from yeah, uh, Georgia. I mean, you didn't have any wide receivers. Yeah, but even he is like, there's a reason oh, he's not in Georgia never, anymore. Well, I know, but he's going to start for Auburn. Yeah, I mean, look at all right, <laughs> yeah, but Georgia's one, got a lot of talent. Oh, they do, receiver. but I'm saying Auburn's wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, yeah. I'm not no, worried about wide receiver lead. though. I'm not worried about Seth receiver. Williams should have come back. He should have, but yeah. Seth Williams should have gone in the second round in the NFL draft. He's Probably a third, but yeah, I guess yeah. Williams is really good. Like, that was such a steal for the Broncos. I like, thought so too. Well, like, I feel like you're now going to be stuck with Broncos. Have so they're going to key on. They're yeah, going to key on Tank for you guys. Exactly. And you're you're going to be stuck with Bo trying to hit a uh, a wide receiver that might not have. Um, I'm here for it. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay. And we're going to try to create turnovers. We got to get the. I mean, Auburn has to get the turnover. Yeah, which that kid Donovan Kaufman from Rummel. For sure. I have been pounding. I was pounding He's the a table. Stud, bro. I was pounding the table for LSU to offer him. Yep. And this is nothing is major burns. I think he has good range and everything, right. but I think just in terms of what the safety room kind of needs right now, which I guess now looking at Sage Ryan, what he'll bring to the table, maybe not. But Donovan Kaufman is uh, Billy Embity once compared him to. We'll get Billy. Ty- he once compared him to Tyron Matthew, and he's like, it's not a ridiculous comparison. And he's like, don't think I'm not saying he's as good as him is what he said. Yeah. But he's like, it's a stylistic comparison. It's like, sure. Look what he does. Last year in the SEC, he was he led the country in kick return yards before he yep. got hurt. He was going to be a first team all defense in the SEC. I mean, the kids that that alone is Auburn's. We heard Best about safety. him. Uh, that was when Gabe Fertitta was him, on. I saw him play in high school. And well, yeah, we we uh, mentioned this to Gabe Fertitta. He single handedly beat Catholic High in the state yes, championship. Yes, he he kicked to him. <laughs> he kicked to him, Not and kidding. he knew. He yeah. Well, they Gabe was going to. He was calling a squib kick. They kicked it deep. Yeah, he didn't miss call. He was yeah. He was talking to a ref or something. Yes, and he did. He didn't get the call in in time before the kick and went they off. Kicked and to he said he's and Gabe said right when it went off, he was like. Oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the kind of kid he is. Like coaches don't even want to kick at. No, they him. and yeah. you can move him wherever you want on your defense. You want to drop him thirty yards in coverage, whatever. You want him to get yeah. five sacks Freak on the year, he'll do right, it. Right, right. And it's just like Auburn. <laughs> if Auburn's looking to create turnovers Could next year, it's going to be too. centralized around him and. Hoping that they just keep that defensive line standard up. Which is that, I, I'm not even sure what their bodies are. Is that anymore. the first big game for us, or is it Florida? That's the first one. That's yeah. yeah. Auburn is the first. The one. Yeah, I think so. First game right. of October. Y'all right? have another. I'll, I'll let me double check. Yeah, yeah, check that. Uh, I think um, LSU. I think obviously LSU. I mean, or, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. yeah. I, oh right, right, right. UCLA. I mean, y'all aren't even having that. It's a big game. 
Not at all. I don't. I don't really? That's I that's LSU. I'm not worried about them winning that game, but like that's a huge game. Primetime in LA. You're about to smash on it national television. Me, it gives think, me like butterflies about that game because I just don't know what UCLA is. They yet. have Chip Kelly. Yeah, Rob that, that, Thompson Robinson's fun. DTR is a yeah, he is. DTR is really Top, good. Yeah. Oh shoot, they uh, do have that quarterback, but don't they? He's, yeah, it's not like he's not efficient though. He like he'll make a couple highlights and then he'll make a couple mistakes. Yeah. I mean, he is well, older. Yeah, but I mean like when it when you have a guy like that, it's like do you get him on the wrong day? Yeah. And we also don't know what our defense is. Yeah, yeah no. if, if it's Bo Pelini again, then <laughs> it's a nightmare no and, matter who. But like UCLA beats us if Bo Pelini is still our defensive coordinator. Might. I'll go ahead and say that. They might. I, We'd catch them the wrong time. Honestly, like, I, I've i said it before. It would be very similar to, to the old. It would be very similar to the Ole Miss game. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've said it before, though. Who who fields a good defense with last year's roster? Yeah. Dave As Aranda. last year's roster? Dave Aranda does. Yeah, no, no. no. But I, I don't know if it's Durante necessarily James. the roster as it is, like, the like communication of what you're supposed to be doing. Nobody knew how to cover uh, a wheel route against yeah, Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. And that's the, I really think if you look at really the first, I would say, three losses. But Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri. I would only put the Mississippi State game on Bo Pelini. Well, y'all have the revenge game with Mississippi State, like uh, Andrew not, just said. Not on Missouri? Right, right. Missouri, for sure. That was I mean, the safeties. That was on them. I mean, they – they have to know their. their oh, you're that, saying like they. The they, players got to know their assignments. A little I, bit. Well, here's the thing. I, I when I say yeah, it's on Bo Pelini, teach it to him too. Well, right? Corey Raymond's well, still there. But that's the same I, guy. Oh, whoa, 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 guys, we're living no, no, no. So far in the past. I think this is perfect. Right, this is a great comment. Todd time. Harris. This yeah, is a but great. Todd Harris yeah. made plays in the Don't past. Don't say anything about Todd Harris. All right. So here's a few things. I think it's not just the communication between coaches and players. I think there was a complete disconnect. Yeah. Like, I, personally and everything, not only between Pelini and the players, but also between Pelini and Raymond. And I think there was something between Pelini and Raymond, and Raymond was basically going to his DBs going, I'll throw Bill Bush guess what? Too. Yep, Bill Bush, too. I, I think Raymond and Bill Bush had an issue last year, too. I, yeah. I know a specific someone that was on last year's team that I've heard them say that they TH hated. is his uh, they, initials. Hated Bill Bush. Uh-huh. Nope. JS, number seven. Mm. Okay. Wow. Not a Bill Bush fan. I completely forgot. I could see that. And there was year. something about Pelini coming in that just incited all of this. And there was a huge disconnect, I know, between Pelini and Raymond to where, yeah, a safety not doing what he's supposed to be doing. I, I can't tell you if it's Bush, because Raymond, this, Pelini, yeah. I or just the player just said, you know what? I'm not going to do it the way they're saying it. Which, But what I'll say about that is you had, like, Nudie McLaughlin went in there, no experience, didn't even get an offseason, and right. he, he was fine. He wasn't having those yeah, breakdowns. Yeah, I agree. He there wasn't was... having those breakdowns that fourth-year seniors were. Right. He has a Later great name. He does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's an incredible and name. You can't go wrong when your name's whatever Nudie. that is. Nudie, Nudie Well, Dwight. Dwight yeah. is his first name, so you're going to have to change it to something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who the hell names the kid Dwight these days? <laughs> the Schrutes. The Schrutes do. The um, Howards. Fact. The Howards do. Yeah. The Revenge. They're not doing great either. So UCLA um, smash, right? I mean, that's a smash. 14. I'm, I'm 17. on smash. 17, okay. 14, 17 ish. So yeah, it's so four too. and a half right now. I say, we, we a- say one team betting says smash. A- anything single digits, funnel it. Just. 
Yeah, if y'all yeah. want to start like a Venmo, all like, the we can losses go towards Devin and his internship money. So just be wary of that. So if y'all want to put the money down, you can. And then uh, Central Michigan. And then we have uh, – No, is it Central Michigan or is it uh, Miss McNeese first? McNeese, McNeese, Central, McNeese Central Michigan. Central Michigan. Michigan. Revenge game. And revenge game. I mean, revenge game. Mississippi State. Okay, Mississippi State's the this first kind of brings it's at full State circle too. at Mississippi State. I mean, these I'm guys telling are, you, they just got whooped last year by these guys, right? That's but not a we're fun gonna game at all. we're gonna crush Mississippi State. That's oh, not yeah. a fun game. No, it's really it's, not. It's, I have dude, no yeah. faith in control in destroying Mississippi State because yeah. Zach Arnett is who I wanted a defensive coordinator. That's when, exactly when, what I was gonna say. When Aranda left, that's who I wanted. Yep. I was screaming okay. for Arnett. He is – imagine, like, last year he didn't have players and their scheme was good. It was like Barry Odom at Arkansas. And well, – Was it was it good all season? I didn't look at all the stats, but I know for, what happened in our game. But, like – Mississippi They State, were good against us. I mean, yeah, I mean they only gave up – They only gave up 27 points on defense. Their, their I know. defense was a lot like <laughs> – Just Ellis. remembering what we did also. Like, Mississippi what State's I mean. defense last year was a lot like – We couldn't like, run the ball. No, not at all. They and they were a lot like our offensive line. But uh, my, my question on that game hell. was has always been even on defensively. Like what ha- what did they do after they played us? Oh, oh yeah. Like how bad were we on defense? When you know, and I know the answer to that one. But the offensively, I don't remember how good their defense was in other games other than ours. So their defense was a lot like the LSU defense in the Auburn game last year. And that's one I don't put on Bo Pelini at all. That defense broke their back for the first half yes. until the offense let them down. Correct. And like, No, they did. No, that's true. Especially <laughs> that's for the true. first half, and then it was just over. Yeah. Oh, when when it was over, everybody knew it was they, over, they, and they quit. You're, you're that's the you're, smells on offense. Yeah, you're sitting there. <laughs> You're sitting there in Jordan. You're sitting there that's, in Jordan Hare Stadium at 98 <laughs> degrees, right when the sunlight's coming down on you, and you're yeah, they the, quit. The defense is sitting on the sideline. The offense had like four first downs the whole game. No, nah, <laughs> like, they and they straight up in the second half they straight up quit. 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 Um, that was the game where it was like the next game was all was Florida, right? Uh, no, 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 the no. next game was oh South Carolina. South, South Carolina. And then we had Florida. No, 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 no. No, South Carolina was the week before Auburn. Yeah, Florida that was, was TJ in Finley's November. first game. And yeah. Then it was Auburn. We got blown out. Then it we had three Auburn. weeks off for COVID. Oh, and then we played Arkansas. <laughs> yep. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Got there blown go. out by Bama, Florida. Yep, the yep. rest. Wait, that's year, not right. Last year sucked. Oh, I missed Texas A&M was in there too somewhere. No, after Arkansas. That's right. Yeah, it was after Arkansas. Yeah, so the right last two games were Florida and Ole Miss, obviously. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the went, next week after Mississippi State played you guys, like we lived this in real time. Kentucky, but I right? Love to get back. They no. threw a million picks. They played Arkansas. Uh, they got beat twenty-one to fourteen. Yeah. KJ Costello lost his job immediately How? after throwing six hundred yards. Like, to oh, Will wait, Rogers, Here, right? here's a question: How did TJ Finley stay in the starting lineup after the Auburn game? No I clue. think what I saw watching Well, they opened up the battle, you remember? They and did, then, but... And then he won it going into the Arkansas game. He was Max was supposed to, like, get in for some snaps if TJ was struggling. Oh, but yeah. TJ but played, TJ right. played okay. TJ played he, just good enough he, to stay right. in. And he kind of clutched up against Arkansas, really. Oh, like, for, he, he, had, he had some mistakes in that game. He threw game. a game-winning touchdown. Right? Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's like he was out there struggling a little bit with the game on the line. He won the game. So, it's like... I don't think he's a very. I don't think he's a great quarterback, so but he he did board. his job that day, for sure. Goodness, look at and you! I don't like bees, bro. God, you pussy. Bro. I am a pussy. <laughs> when it comes to bees, 
I really believe if TJ Finley, if you put TJ Finley in the Mac Jones role last year, he's nowhere near as good as Mac Jones, but he produces and they're a damn good offense. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, I behind agree. that offensive it, it's just line, just not as accurate, but yeah, that's the thing that he needs to work on, in my opinion. If yeah. you put him in a pro style offense like that, he should be able to roll. I just don't think that he's going to be great in a. I don't think you need to put him under center. Ever. No, what I see T.J. Finley as is a person behind Bo Nix that makes Bo Nix think. Because if I felt like Bo Nix was entitled to the Auburn job initially when he got there, yeah. T.J. Finley I don't ever see getting this job. I see him getting passed I, I think by Demetrius Davis whenever Bo Nix leaves and oh, Finley cool. never starts a game in Auburn full-time. you agree with that? So, never starts game one in Auburn. I'll tell you, I, last year and I went – I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, and he wins a Heisman, and I can shove it in your face. Uh, I guess two I'll years shove ago. Shove it in your face. It was, I'll it was clip back at you. It was two years ago. I went to the Lake Travis High School against Katie North Shore high, uh, State oh, semifinal. Rocking. It's oh. a huge game. Hudson Card, the Texas quarterback, was Lake Travis quarterback. Demetrius Davis well, like was 10, the quarterback. Ten thousand people at this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fifteen probably. And then North Shore had Demetrius Davis as their quarterback. Zach Evans, that badass running back who ended up at TCU. Yeah. He took the ACT that day on Saturday. (laughs) Showed up at the semifinal. He walked out with like 10 seconds left in the second half. Didn't stretch. They put him in for a game or for a snap. Ran a little read option. Yeah, I'll take one too. And Demetrius flew by him. You're 100% right. Demetrius is going to smoke him in that competition. He is so fun to watch. And he's, yeah. he's pretty accurate for a high schooler when I watched him. I mean, we also got to remember, though, that TJ did everything that he did, um, you know, in his fourth game ever being in a college right. uniform with no offseason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, but, you know, and he looked good, right? To be fair, though, he completed under 50% of his passes his senior year of high school. Yeah, but I mean, if well, you wide receivers, I, at, mean, right, I mean, and one of one of his wide receivers is actually his brother Cody Finley, who's a damn good player himself. Really? Um, yeah, I, I think he's. Uh, I, I think, think he's like a three star or something. I wanted yeah, to I mean, get to this. That's, that's he's, at the, he's at the very least a really good athlete. Yeah, Division um, One football player. Yeah, right. I wanted to get um, to this earlier, sorry, Jack. Yeah, go ahead. But but go just ahead. be like the kind of oh, thanks, Devin, sir. what you were talking about earlier would be the uh, no, man, I'm not thirsty. Thanks though. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. I'll get one. The the quarterback room, the the, the best quarterback room in the SEC right now is. Uh, no, no, I mean, is it LSU or is it Alabama? The I'm, best I'm sorry, quarterback. The, I'm sorry, the best quarterback room in the SEC right now is it LSU or is it Alabama? Because Auburn is a significant step behind. I mean, like, in, uh, well, yeah. who, who are the other Alabama guys? Well, it, I don't know. Probably a five star. Well, the, it's going to be the first guy is the number one quarterback out of high school. And the, so like, yeah, the other one right there, and Ty, he has yeah, two years. Oh, hello, hello. Huh? He has two he years. Has two years at least, right? Ty, or, Ty yeah, Simpson's not years, a bad right. quarterback either. He's coming in the same class as Walker. Right. Who's that? Ty Simpson. Ty Simpson. He's the oh, top right, five quarterback right. in the class. He's. I would say he's clearly a step. Like, he's the only guy that's. He above reminds me of Jake Fromm. I believe. He reminds me a lot of Jake Fromm. Okay. Hello. That's pretty good. That'll be her. That's a pretty good player. Sign. Ellie, uh, Def Ellie, the boxer, uh, the OTOP mascot is making an appearance. Ugh. I thought I was the OTOP mascot. No, not you. It's Ellie. Nope. This beautiful white boxer. Um, uh, so before we I, – I mean, we don't really have segments tonight. It's the off season. We're just going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yep. But yeah. before we get going on Thanks that – Thanks for joining. Big shout-out 
to Bocock Brothers Cigars. I'm smoking a Bocock <laughs> Brother. Um, this is a Maduro that we're smoking right now. So uh, we appreciate those guys. They're in Las, Las Vegas right now um, at a cigar convention. So when they get back, they're starting – they're about to uh, uh, unveil their um, – their golf line. So Bo- Bocock Brothers is starting a golf line. They have hats, oh, and they yeah. have polos, they have all kinds of stuff. So we're going to be talking to them about that soon. Um, also, big shout out, Mr. Funds Travel. So we were talking about the UCLA game. Mm-hmm. They have all the trips ready for you. Uh, call Jason over at Mr. Funds Travel. They have hotels, all inclusive. Everything is there. Do we know um, what other trips they're doing this year? Uh, not yet. I'll get with him. Uh, we'll okay. figure out what the other away. He always does an away game sure. um, outside, like two usually. Yeah. Uh, bogeys in Baton Rouge. <clears throat> uh, shout out to Bogeys. We're gonna make a. We're gonna make a Circle. plan for uh, for Bogeys here soon. I'll be in uh, But give. Give uh, give Clayton over there at Bogies. Um, he is uh, right man there. there Sam is working on. He's working the screens here. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. What's Jude it's doing? Not easy, Jude. right? No, no, Jude. no, no. But it's not easy. Can we all agree to that? All right, on the spot. It was used that, to be that, me doing this all this. This part's easy. Yeah. So the bo- part Sam's doing is easy. <laughs> Bogies. We appreciate Bogies. Uh, those guys have been great with us. Uh, we appreciate all they, they're doing for us. Um, all right, so I guess we need to move over to our, our segments of the week, right? So, sure, let's do it. Uh, let's, let's do the Moxie of the Week first. Um, Who's it? Our Moxie of the Week award this oh, week right. is... Um, Big time Moxie guy. Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier. Um, he had the, uh, the huge win... Over Conor McGregor, this is mm-hmm. the third fight. Oh. Um, I guess we're gonna have four fights now. No, uh, I think they're gonna go to four. No, DS three will happen they... first. Poirier. Okay, Poirier Ooh. needs a title shot. Let's be real. Poirier, yeah. he, he, he does not deserve to fight McGregor again. What's he that fellow's need... name? The guy who's champ right now. Uh, there's like an interim, is it not, or is it? O- o- Was he an interim? Uh, yeah, Oliveira. Yeah. Oliveira. Yeah. Oliveira. Yeah. Oliveira is the champ right now. Well, he's an interim champ. I agree that Poirier, no, I think Poirier he's the champ, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he deserves bigger. He deserves but bigger, but Connor doesn't des- deserve to like lose it based off his leg snapping. He was losing the fight at the time, but yeah, right. he was, I, I, he, it was clear he was better than the that fight, last time. That fight, oh, I don't agree. I think that fight was going exactly the same way the first fight was going. Think so? Really? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, so I mean, too. Connor looked a little quicker, but then right when it went to the floor, he looked exactly the same as he did the, in, uh, you know, back right. in January. I think the picture that we have up on the screen right now, too, is the one that uh, Dustin pointing is pointing at, uh, <laughs> uh, at sure, maybe McGregor that's, maybe after that's, he had kicked him. Maybe that's so, why McGregor slowed down because his he leg knew, was snapped. Yeah, so and Poye said that he knew yeah. right when he kicked him that he felt it, that felt something it happened, and he pointed at him, and that was the picture that I pulled up on Big that time. one. Moxie God. That is some extreme moxie right there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. to feel – Somebody kicking you, and you feel their leg break, and then you're like, "I fucking got yeah, you, motherfucker!" Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, he That's caught him. Some moxie on that kick. <laughs> um, so McGregor throws the kick right, the, trying to get the calf. Yep. He kicks him in the knee as Poirier's moving back. So I and he caught him with his toes. So Poirier steps back. McGregor mm-hmm. catches him with his toes, and I think maybe it's like, yeah, right? Yeah. So you get the toes on it, and then it gets kind of – it gets a little break, and he was like, oh, you feel that? You know, that's, that's what gives him the point. Dude, and I was, like, pretty far away from the TV watching the uh, watching the fight, and so I didn't see it snap live. 
And so I just thought the round ended. No, I didn't either. I thought Poirier knocked him. I thought Poirier knocked him down, and I was like, McGregor, get up, knock well, this no, guy the, in the second the, round. Because the round up. ended like three seconds later. Oh, well, gotcha. He went down to 10, so, 10 seconds left. He goes, he, he, they throw punches uh-huh. right when they get up. McGregor goes down, breaks his ankle or breaks his leg as right. he's going down. But it, it, watching it live, it looked like Poirier knocked, knocked him, him down. Right. Yeah. With a punch again. Yeah. Well, needless to say, a guy, first of all, McGregor falling down, breaking his ankle, and then Joe Rogan with a mic in his face. <laughs> and he's right like pubbing the next fight. While his leg is sitting there yeah. with a broken ankle. The oh, yeah. That's some moxie also. Yeah. Yeah. Conor McGregor is the best troll Big of this generation. <laughs> Con- Conor McGregor is maybe the moxie the, of the century. The guy. best troll of the generation other than Skip Bayless. <laughs> oh, Skip Bayless for sure. Oh, Skip Bayless. Uh, quick here. I won't put much time on it. Remember a couple years ago Richard Sherman told Skip he was Big better at life than him? God. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait. Turn, I did see. I do remember that. T- turn in undisputed tomorrow. Undisputed tomorrow is gonna have Skip Bayless going in on oh, Richard Sherman for sure. For the so, what are the two things that Richard Sherman did? So, I know the hit and run. I saw that Big one today. Moxie was there something God. before that? He like he was in trouble twice, right? So Richard Sherman, they released the police dispatch, which that dispatcher over in Seattle needs to be fired from her job. She was like, "You're supposed to de-escalate the situation." What a shitty job she did. I, I don't know what she was, was this, terrible. Was this for the hit and run, or was it? Uh, this was all the stuff for last night. I didn't see any. So Sherman came uh, back to like the family residence of his wife, and okay. it's, it's it is his wife. She tweeted, we are still married. How about you get the reporting right or something like that? Okay. And apparently Sherman was drunk. He was talking about how he's considering hanging himself, like a bunch of sad stuff, and like, and about how he's going to take his own life, like all this stuff. He was mm-hmm. drunk. Then Let's he... Let's fireball. Uh, he, so <laughs> <laughs> it came out on the dispatch that... He had a whole bottle of vodka and a whole bottle of Hennessy. Mm. And then he tried to get in a physical, yeah, like a physical encounter with his wife's uncle. And then it all went, yeah, it all went downhill from there. And then they found the car that he had just left in a parking lot because, I mean, it was clear he was hammered and fleeing the scene charge is probably better than a DUI. So at at least he thought of that in the moment. But then he crashes into a concrete pole, yeah. and now he's charged with a hit and run because he crashed into a concrete pole and then left that scene and didn't call the authorities that he crashed into yeah. a public and wor- pole. Worse of that, worse and part that's a felony, that. by the way. Yeah, and worse part about it, it was a you know that sta- from experience. It was a st- that's a felony, motherfucker. It was a state building in which he hit too. It was <laughs> hey, like boy, boy. state uh, what, property. What's up, Jude? Boy. Jude. I guess you could call him a. I guess we could call him a. Lockdown cornerback. Oh, hey. hey. Turned you off. Turned you yeah. off. I kind of want to leave that was, though. That was <laughs> inappropriate. That was inappropriate. He, he's a co- this is a serious situation, Jude. <laughs> yeah. No, no. He's a cover Respect three. Respect the gravity Cover three merchant. Cover three. <laughs> uh, I mean, do we want to get into so, Stephen A? We talked about Skip. Are we going to do Stephen A? Yes. Uh, because oh, well, so Sher- Sherman was apparently on the Saints' radar. As a free agent, by the way. Well, I got an update on my phone, and I glance, I see it says Richard Sherman. I was like, oh, the Saints signed him. 
You didn't know? No. You didn't even read it? No, I glanced. I was like, You're I was like, like, yes! Yeah, I was like, oh, Richard oh. Sherman. I was like, oh, Saints got him. I got to read this story. He's like, gets arrested. I was like, oh, never mind. Don't, don't yes. Oh, never mind. He sounded yes. like the Cowboys. <laughs> am, am I the only non-Saints fan here? Pretty yes. Much. What? Are you a Saints fan, Sam? <laughs> yeah, I love the Saints. Who that, baby? Who, Let's no, go. No. Is that your team? Jameis, baby. Jameis, Taysom, yeah, all day. But if no, you're from my Alabama, roommates, my roommates, my my Jack and Charlie love those guys. They're from Mobile. Jack, especially, big Saints fan. And I went to a Saints Panthers game in Carolina in 2018. Cam was a quarterback. Wearing a Greg Olson jersey. Drew Brees was dropping dropping dimes. I was like, I gotta go for this. Okay. Team. That was the game okay. that it's uh, electric. I mean, it was, it was so night, fun. It was a Monday night football game, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was a, it was a day no. game. The Saints okay. smash. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so you you're pick six. you're the only one on one yes. team one podcast on our payroll and all that that is a. Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, oh, correct? Sir, I have been. And the thing is, I'm not a Brady fan. I hate the Bucs. I'm You're not, not a Brady, a Brady okay, fan. Like, but no, you are now. Yeah, like I'm, I didn't grow up like a Brady fan that followed him. Like I've truly been. In, I can pull up the picture on my phone right here. I've been a Tampa fan since I was that tall. Yeah, I, yeah we had actually, it. We had it on for the, 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 picture? Uh, the Brad Johnson. Yeah, the Brad Johnson. Yeah, the Brad Johnson. We showed it on the screen while Brad was on the on the thing saying, "Hey, one of our interns is a big, uh, a big, big time Brad. Tampa Bay." Bucks fans. So. And I actually had a uh, Max was on his visit. It was Coach O, Coach E, Max, Brad, and Joe Burrow. And oh, so they're all sitting there at the LSU Auburn basketball game where J- Jared Harper, uh, the best point guard I've ever Goes seen, in the crazy. Hey, LSU, yeah, yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah. Got an I Auburn guy off. running the uh, audio here. That that <laughs> LSU won the SEC that year. But man, that Auburn team was the best team in the SEC other than uh, 38, so 38 he, and one Kentucky. Team. He was only there one year, right? Jared Harper, Harper. two, right? Two? I think it was two. I'm it pretty was, sure he was there for like he five. Left, he left I, way too early. It was, a, it was no, more no, than no, no, it was no, more he, than one. Or was he, he a JUCO guy? No, he was a junior. It was three. I remember being I'm sick. I'm pretty sure okay. he came and did, like did the whole thing. Like Man, did that it. Guy. Like yeah. was bad, and then was just fast. And now and he's in the D League, and I'm like, how did this guy not? He too he small. was the most badass. So Bryce Brown was awesome. Uh-huh. Was Samir Dowdy. What are y'all doing? Why are y'all setting me up? Why are y'all? But that was the year. That was the year though that they went to the Final Four. That yeah, right. Yeah, should have won that game too. Yep. Guys, guys, why are y'all doing this, this man? What are you doing here? <laughs> okay. Stop. Hey, 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 I, hey, I was hey. there. I watched. I, hey. I had. <laughs> you were there? I, no. I know, <laughs> but he, he, <laughs> I was behind on TV. I, I took UVA. Same thing. I, I took UVA plus eighteen hundred to win it all curve in the team. middle of January that year. <laughs> I was not too mad. That was oh, because it was obvious. It was like they lost to UMBC. Like I've seen movies before. They're gonna win it all. Oh, like, we need to, so we need to go over bets for. Uh, yeah. We have the British Open coming up. Um, huge story coming up with the British Open. That's my favorite tournament. We were talking about that before we came on, too. Yeah. That's my favorite tournament of all the tournaments, and it's because it's Why? a Lynx-style course. Like, you'll see, guy, you'll see like, 20 – hopefully, I want to see 20-mile-an-hour wins or whatever oh, it is. Like, I want to see that, and I want to see guys having to hit, like, low irons into the wind uh, to roll a ball up onto the green. That's the kind of stuff I love. I love Link style. Yeah. Remember when we played at uh, Kiva Dunes and it was Link style? And I actually loved that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was something about it that I just, like, I think it was about even the course style. I loved it more than anything it's else. Sure. It's I mean, it's, you know, that was more of a, like an American Link style. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But not necessarily for, like, British Open. Obviously. Right. Next uh, spring, I'm actually going to go check out Aaron Hills and see some. Okay. Oh, so that'll be, it's Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, I've been wanting to go there. Great, actually. it looks incredible. That and U.S. Open was very entertaining. That was the first Brooks major that he won, right? I think that was his first major he ever won. Yeah, what was that? It like was. 2015? Yeah. But that was such a uh, long course, and he was just dominated. Yes, it was. Yeah. 15. Yeah. And, no, 16. It was 2015. It was 15 or 16. It was on Fox 44. That's 16. All I can tell you. 16, because <laughs> Spieth won it. Spieth won at Chambers Bay in 15. And uh, my dad lives in Seattle, only about 20 minutes from Chambers Bay. And next time I go up there, I'm going to play that. I was going to play in Chambers Bay would be fantastic. Yeah. What do you think about Okay. I signed up for an amateur to play at Chambers last year. I'm not hearing you right now, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, you're. So was now that he's muted. Um, <laughs> the what did you think about the match in that course in Montana with all the elevation? So my Twitter handle is just my name, whatever. But you can go to the header. It's literally Bryson's ball tracker on that 774 <laughs> hole. Yeah, it's just. Moved. Oh, you have it as that. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's just the. Flight tracker, because I mean Bryson. The moment he hit that, he hated it because he knew it wasn't going 550. Yes, and it's like he he knew he was getting 550 out of that thing if it went right where he wanted. Right. So that fact, it's like Bryson hit that. They took Bryson DeChambeau to Montana and put it at minus 160 odds. That makes no sense. So that's why you were grabbing him because no. of the elevation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll take the long hitters because Rogers is a way better golfer than Brady. Right. And like he's played pro ams. Yeah, Roger, plenty of them. Yeah. If if Rogers played golf consistently and wouldn't have to worry about football or Hawaii or whatever. I was thinking about Romo same way. If yeah. he would if he would have sticked, oh Romo's way better than those guys. Too. Yeah. If he would have yeah. stick to golf and like just quit football, yeah. he'd be on the PGA tour right oh, now. Hundred percent. And Romo is what? No, he would be. No, he he's would still be. out, by the way. His volume's still out. Romo, I know, I know. There you are. There you are. Tony Romo on the PGA Tour, hundred percent. All right. If he, no, 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 really I'm saying if he, if he didn't play football, if he didn't play football, and only focus on golf since a, this, since this, a kid. Easily. This is kind of like okay. this, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, he almost made the U.S. So this is like okay. This is my conversation I had last week. Say Bo Jackson. Never played football and just played hockey. He grew up in Canada. Okay. Okay. He'd be the best hockey player in the world ever of I, all time, right? Yeah. That's a bad question for him being an Auburn guy. <laughs> Me, yeah, let's use Herschel it. Walker for. That's example. why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I took that. I took that as if he just like made it to the NFL, starts playing golf, makes a PGA. No, 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 no. no. Not no, not both at the same time. If that's why. Guys are playing that's why I have myself muted. Which, okay. That's the thing. Um, that's one <laughs> of like you look at all the celebrities that play golf. Like Rogers is about a four-ish handicap. So I mean, not eight out of ten days he's gonna break eighty. You think Rogers is staying at Green Bay? Yeah, uh, for this year. You think so? All right, I think my he's be a Saint boys, hundred percent a Saint. He's staying in Green y'all, Bay. Y'all are y'all are really gonna hate me after this one. But Tommy's gonna go. He's gonna repeat it. They have, the Bucks have the most cap space, second most cap space in well, the NFL next year. Everybody Let's returning. See where you're going with this now. Repeat, repeat, retire. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to live in Florida with the best roster? So he's going to threepeat and retire. He's gonna he's gonna win this year. Yes. See ya. And okay. Ro- Rogers has an out in his deal this year. He can Just go a repeat, he wants. and, and then, he's gonna okay. And, and then, then Rogers, Rogers is gonna to come Tampa. back. Rogers. Rogers is going to go to Tampa, wow. and then because, uh, and then by that you're going to three peat. And then yeah. by that time, Joe Joe Burrow is going to be ready to come back from Cincinnati. He's to New go, Orleans. No, no, but y'all aren't even going to win the division. No, <laughs> jo, jo, if Joe's going to ever leave Cincinnati, it's for New Orleans. And 
Absolutely. I hundred percent. This the way this, the way this state embraced him, and I that I could live with. That. I could <laughs> My heart just that. skipped a beat. But no, <laughs> when you think of it too, like it's I, it's really not crazy to say that about Aaron Rodgers if Brady repeats and retires. Because look at Bruce Arian with older quarterbacks, Carson Palmer, MVP candidate, Brady, forty touchdowns last year. That's well, an insane take. Like, what about Joe? What, what about Joe Burrow going to Jacksonville to rejoin uh, Urban Meyer? So he can call him a noodle arm bitch again. <laughs> I mean, that's what he told him that to his face. Yeah, it worked. Motivation. I'd say that was really good coaching. Yeah. I, I so would, I, look at him now. Look at him now. Look at what I've done to help I, him. I would. I truly believe LSU's coaching staff deserves a lot more credit than Ohio State's for Joe Burrow and his development. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with like, that. Joe, to me, almost right. entirely Joe Brady. Uh, to me, it's Joe Brady, DJ Mangus. His. Vol- I think Coach E. Big time. I think Coach E did. Coach E did a ton because he is a great quarterbacks coach. I just disagree with this. Really? It's it's because of 2018 compared to 2019. No, I I do agree with Devin though. I think Joe uh, Inzminger is a really good quarterbacks quarterbacks coach. coach. You don't want him calling your plays, but developing your quarterbacks? Oh hell yeah! So you think maybe he took a step back and he was quarterback coach while maybe. When, whenever the they said 50-50 play calls, you can You're see him. Like, Coach, Coach E's just up there clapping. <laughs> like, Joe Brady, you can see him on LSU the LSU fans like, were so defensive about that, too. Like, no, 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 no. Coach Insminger uh, is the offensive yeah, coordinator. It's like, Matt, we were, too. Uh, we were. Yeah. Been, I, we took all the bait. Yeah, we We, I was, were all we didn't high. have a podcast back we, then. Yeah, true. Well, uh, we did. We did. But uh, <laughs> You did? No. No, we didn't. We, we did. We Not did. during 2019. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about, like, after 2019, oh, the oh off well, we talked about this. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. that was what gave me all this hope for 2020. Right. Yeah, when y'all thought LSU was good. And that like, yeah, wasn't. but like Joe Brady wasn't doing anything basically, <laughs> and it should. Yeah, be. it was Insminger was the guy. I mean, <laughs> it, it should I mean, be noted. I mean, we were completely. What do I care about a passing game coordinator? Right. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Devin. Like, it should be noted when LSU lost all those guys to the draft. Once we officially knew everyone that was gone, yeah. We still lost five or six more guys that were crucial pieces to that team for last year. Sure, and people like people don't want to like everybody had opt outs, well except Bama, and then um, my my problem was the roster management of the whole situation. Which yeah, it's was like, O's responsibility. Yeah, and Carrie Vincent is on blood thinners. Is that was something that came out? And it's like breaking I, news. Yeah, that was something that came out, and they said he was on blood thinners and all that and stuff. And it's like he needed to do it for his health, and I I don't. I've never asked him that, but if that rumor is true, it's like I understand that for him. And it's like he's taking care of himself. Tyler Shelvin, I mean, he got drafted in the same spot he would have if he played, and so did Jamar. So well, like, yeah, for sure, Jamar is the one I can really understand. Yeah, like oh, if he would have played last year, he was an idiot. Like, I right, well, what? I just think that uh, <laughs> I think there was okay. other things that came into it, and yeah. it wasn't just um, I can get drafted high no matter what. That if that was the whole situation, then I would I would agree with it. But that wasn't the whole situation. Yeah. It was right. a lot of other stuff going on that just wasn't managed well by the coaching staff. Yeah. You could have had you could have had Jamar Chase as your quarterback. My, my, I, would I mean, still as your say, wide receiver. I would still say that that's a loser mentality. My like if my <laughs> thing with Jamar is Jamar <laughs> stupid. That's an inside joke. If, if, I don't know if people get that if, on the podcast. If Jamar would have taken a helmet to the knee <laughs> or something last swallow year, swallow this. Yeah, <laughs> if he would have taken a helmet to the knee 
for that team? Like, what happens if Jamar takes a so helmet to the knee? I agree. I, I agree. Injury, what's the difference? Okay, what's the difference? So one injury uh, and not like a playing tiger. a year. So like you would, you get injured, you still get drafted. Jesus. Maybe he loses a few spots. Yeah, don't play. All right, nah. Well, I mean, don't he play, wouldn't have been with Joe. Play. You're on so, the team. So all right, all right. Well, let's. At least let's, he would have had his dignity. <laughs> God's sake. Let's get with a let's go with a couple of things because I need to, this is a topic that we need to bring up. All right, let's go to the Foxy of the Week. Okay? Yeah, Can no, we do yeah. that? We'll get back to Jamar. The, we're gonna get back to Jamar Ooh, in just a second. Foxy lady. Foxy of the week. Uh this is from you, Devin. Um so Candace Parker is now your twenty twenty two uh 2K22. 2K yeah, they have two K twenty two. Can she can she dunk in the video game? <laughs> she Probably, I don't know if she can dunk in the. I don't video know. Game she's getting not. she's getting older now. Wait, do they have women on these yeah. video games? Yeah, well, they, they, they have better, WNBA. They it is actually really fun to play as the women. Is what me and William learned one time. Can because, anybody dunk? Because like the women just like make oh, everything dunk. that's open. Can anybody dunk? Can he, that's um, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I mean, like uh, Brittany uh, Griner. Brittany Griner can dunk. She can dunk. There's probably some she's others. She plays in yeah, I don't know, but do they allow it in the game? Yeah, or is it like I've done it. Okay, I've done it. Moxie of the week. Foxy of the week. Foxy of the week is going to be Sylvia. I mean, no, Candice Parker. Candace Parker. Candace, nah, fuck, fuck Candice Parker. Simone Augustus. Sil- Simone Augustus is the Foxy. Of the- no, mm-hmm. I I said yeah, uh, Candice Candace Parker for sure because of this, but I have a vitriol of Candace Parker, and this goes all the way back <laughs> to LSU being really good at women's basketball, and I despised anybody from Tennessee. I despised Pat Summit. So uh, no. There were a lot of um, – women's basketball fans that weren't just like the women that you think of that are at LSU women's basketball games. Back then, mm. we had a big fan. There was a big fan base. So when they got back. to the tournament, it was just like for real. Because like, they were better than you know the men. They, I mean, they were the most consistent program that we had at the time. Yeah, like they would play yeah. UConn and stuff, and well, we would go crazy for it. I have a, kind of a, a thought on the, the women's college basketball to the WNBA, right? So women's college basketball is LSU-spirited, right? You're behind your team. You know, you love it because they're wearing the, 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 the logo on the front, right? But then the WNBA, it's like nobody has an affinity to any of these WNBA teams. So, like, we don't grow an attachment to the teams. We don't grow an attachment to the girls. And then ESPN shoves it down our face that the WNBA is so fun. And it's not fun compared to the NBA. But I think college women's college basketball has that sort of grassroots the culture where they can, can develop it. I wouldn't even say the NBA is too entertaining. It's going to be really good when they bring these FIBA rules back to it and they, uh, they start playing some real basketball. And, and they start. open up the lane a little bit more. Is that what you mean? No, is that oh, part of it? Like the, they're going to uh, do the FIBA lane? They're talking about for the NBA? No, they're not going to do the FIBA lane. They're going to do the FIBA hand-checking, the FIBA contact, no foul baiting. Like I was watching the USA Nigeria game. Damian Lillard was on the ground whining for fouls, just throwing the ball up, and he would, he would look up, and next thing you know, Nigeria is on a break. Yeah, and it's like these guys. There are so many NBA players in today's day and age. It's like, are you good, or you just get fouls and bullshit? Wait, can we just talk about that? Yeah, like, but okay, Bradley Beal. This, this could arguably have been an old man take of the week here. Um, what Devin just said <laughs> about Which one? foul baiting. Um, oh yes, for sure. But here's but my thing. It's not, uh, it's not that it, it, that's not what it is. No. Um, I don't know. I, it's just like when you, when you get somebody and you draw a foul, because some players are genuinely very talented at drawing fouls. Yeah. Cam Thomas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, James Harden, Damian yeah. Lillard. Like I don't like said. I don't like that hard when he hooks you, though. 
Like that's bullshit. Right. Yeah, but okay. But here's my thing. If you get somebody, if you, uh, you know, you you're stepping uh, to the right or something, and a guy puts his hand over yeah. you, and then his hands here, you're the you got the ball here, and you shoot up. Yeah. The the defender's in an illegal guarding position. Yeah. I feel like those guys are all so that should be like, a foul. Which they'll call that, but like. It's just when you like jump and you go and lean like the tray. You lean okay. in. No, I, like, yeah. I agree like, with that. That's yeah. Like, I agree like with that. truly drawing fouls is a skill, and they'll still reward you for that. Sure. But the foul baiting, the Trey Young BS, and it's just like he he's. They need to start finding harder for flopping. Yeah. Oh, next like the, all the rule changes that are coming next year. I mean, the NBA is going to be a new sport next year. These guys are going for a show. I can't wait for that. Um, it's going to be great. I, I didn't know that was the case. Like, they were changing the rules up a little yeah. bit. Um, I think that would be a, a very I mean, interesting. But I do think that the NBA, like the the uh, Olympics, United States Olympics team is in for some um, problems. Rude awakening. Yeah. yeah. Very much. Get off my lawn. I, I want him to go back me? to. I said, get off my lawn. Get off <laughs> well, my lawn. the old man take of the week. The old man take of the week. Well, the old man take of the week, we'll, we'll switch to that because because it was that. But then we're going to switch it also. Like the old man take of the week really was going to be about Jamar Chase versus uh, Josh Reed. Well, no, I thought – I think um, – what? Yep. I think that's an old man take of the week. No, I mean that's – United States basketball is going to be in, prop, in, in trouble. All good with combining them, guys. No, that is fine. Dude, I, that's mine. That, so, yeah, that's my old man take of the week. So I think the United States team, you cannot – you look, even when Coach K was doing it, he kept the same kind of core together, seven, eight guys for multiple Olympics, and then he'd put in a couple bench fillers after that. The U.S. now, they just – they go out there and play all-star basketball against a bunch of teams that have been playing together for eight years. And for sure. Like, it, you, but so, some of these guys for n- Nigeria – were like legit like bodies yeah, in the NBA. They have, they have eight NBA players. Monte, I, Monte Morris was cooking Damian Lillard in the playoffs. He didn't even play in the exhibition game. And why is game. Monte Morris in on the in Nigerian team? And I know the answers to these questions, but like that's just ridiculous. He wants to play. Yeah, no, I, but the, I like the, Monte. My parents went to Iowa State. Yes, but the, all the rules, all the rules that make it eligible for this guy to be on the Nigerian national team, yeah, doesn't make any sense to me. Um. But it's competitive basketball, so that's great. So but, basically, uh, what you're saying is the reason that uh, the U.S. is going to struggle in the Olympics is because, because the rules are bad. No, no, <laughs> it's it's because uh, the U.S. the NBA has uh, watered basketball down to such a level that it's only about offense and no one plays defense anymore. Is that I what you're actually, saying? Actually, 100. percent I, I, yeah, <laughs> me, I say that. That's 100 percent true. I mean, you look out; these guys, they are not as physical as these other Old teams. Man, take of the week. And it's like, sure, they're more skilled, but they're when it's not scrappy enough. When anymore. you when when you can't bend the rules, and when you where's can't, the Jerry West out there? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm not talking oh, again. I'm not talking about guys that look like me when they're playing. Need a Charles Oakley on the court. <laughs> Back in my day. No, yeah, like, enforcer. Th- that's my thing. <laughs> With 20th century basketball, you can count on these hands how many guys could really play in today's game. Yeah. <laughs> but those guys are just as good as the ones today. Like, they were truly special talents at that time. Like, um, Michael Jordan, duh. Like Yes. Uh, Dominique Wilkins, however, like, overrated as shit. Like, yeah. 
He was a one-trick pony, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, he, he couldn't hit a jump shot. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain would put every single center in today's NBA in a blender. They like, had so so much, um, like, Kevin McHale. What would he do in today's yeah, NBA? I mean, if, if Kevin loves like, as good as he is. Yeah. Kevin McHale had the ultimate post moves. Like, a guy, like, in today's <laughs> NBA. Old would, man, take of the week. The ultimate there you post go. Move. That's it. <laughs> no, but, Kevin but, McHale would score 25 a game. This jersey right here, Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird. Bird post-back surgery at age 36. And I wasn't even a great Larry Bird fan. And, and he was 36, 37 years old, old, couldn't really move. He would still be as good as prime Rashard Lewis. Right. Like, out there. He'd do the same thing, go out there, get 17 points a game, be a knockdown standstill Magic, shooter. Magic Johnson would score 20 points a game easily and probably that's, have 10 uh, That's 10 the one assists. I'm not with. I don't see what makes Magic Johnson better than Ben Simmons. Well, oh my God. Oh, he could shoot yeah, way better than Ben Simmons. I'm okay, not, right. the, not the Ben Simmons of the last three months. The Ben first Simmons of, all, of the first God. four months. All right, I'm a huge Magic. Magic Johnson's Whoa. like my favorite basketball player of all time. All right. 100%. I, but not a Magic guy at all. He was 90% free throw shooter. Ninety percent. His jump he, shot was a shot put. He, yeah, but he made it. He sometimes. hit it. He hit Simmons it. never makes what, it. Would he make it? It wasn't he like uh, it was probably like thirty-five percent from three-point if they had on that. a shortened three-point line. No, like the NBA three-point line. It was still a foot no, and a half no, no, today. no, no, not, yeah. no. It was not. Dude, Ben Simmons is scared to shoot layups sometimes. I, I, that's why I said not the Ben Simmons of the last three months. I, I think that like having a ben six Simmons nine point best. guard, yeah, Ben Simmons is super backing right down now, guys sure. and could pass better than Ben Simmons, and he could shoot better than Ben Simmons. I think that was the the difference in Ben yeah, he's Simmons. Also, he's really. also more skilled than Ben Simmons. I too. think I think that's that's the thing about Ben Simmons is like he's he's too one dimensional. He he's can he can throw the, he can pa- he can make a good pass, and he's got a lot of vision, but. Um, he makes no sense. He was hitting fadeaway jumpers at LSU. He shouldn't be a point like, guard. Yeah. He should be a power forward, but he never transitioned his game to get to that level. I just don't understand how he cannot make a jump shot. I can't either. Would, like, would, his jump shot doesn't even look that bad. It doesn't. Like, no, I, Dude, like I could eventually make a three in the yeah. NBA if I was in there for six years. Practicing all day. Right. <laughs> right. My thing with Magic truly is, though, if he didn't have six three, six four guards on him when he was doing that shot put, what do you do when LeBron and KD go guard that guy? Like, yeah, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah, possibly. And, like, and I think I think that's the eras too. I mean, you're talking yeah, about like he's still an all time great, but I just don't think he'd be Magic Johnson in today's game. Well, speaking of the eras, well, we posted something today um, that was top ten, top ten LSU basketball. I mean, LSU basketball, LSU, LSU football. football players of all time. Mm-hmm. And it became a heated debate, um, and I knew it was going to be. Which was the entire point of posting. I posted it, and it was my, <laughs> get off my lawn. yeah. Did you hear me? Which, I said, get off my lawn now. Get off my lawn. Sorry to interrupt it's you, Matt. It's the old man take of the week. But if you if you guys have even seen the picture, you know who made it. What do you mean? The actual post, yeah. right? Yeah. You yes. Know, you know who made it simply based if you've seen the post. What do you? Yes. Mean? So How if you you've mean? seen the post, go see the post. It's on Twitter. On one team, one pod. You mean the rankings yes. pick image? Uh, w- uh, one through ten, and you can like see who made, who made it. Um, mm. Well, I didn't post it. I didn't say my name. Actually, I said Devin Pyle, I think, at the bottom. No, you, you said that you were the no, one that posted kidding. earlier. No, no, I did post it. It was me, completely me. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but Why, why the, do you say that that's obviously him? Why? Because we'll, I'm we'll old? We'll get to that one. Cause I'm well, yeah, because I'm old. All right, so um, I... 
I posted it, and I was actually getting I'm getting like pushback of like I didn't go far, I didn't go old enough. Mm. Like there's a lot of old players that I didn't include, and I'm like, dude, I don't know where I could fit these people in at this point. Right. They, but they, um, yeah. I wish I could post did that. Charles Alexander that. send you a text and say like, <laughs> no, hey, man, fuck I you, do man. love Charles. We've had Charles Alexander on our other podcast no, twice. So you have his I, number, I know. freaking love Charles Alexander. Yes, yeah, right. please do. Um, but no, he wasn't on the list. Charles Alexander didn't make it, and I, I think it was all right. So running backs, we have Kevin Falk and we have Leonard, uh, Leonard Fournette, and Billy Cannon was on there. Billy Cannon, oh, right, right. Billy absolutely. Cannon. Billy, Billy Cannon was third, so I had Joe Burrow, Tyron Matthew, and then Billy Cannon. And Billy I, Cannon's strictly on there because he won the Heisman. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, like if I I'm understand comparing him to these. I guys understand today, eras yeah. and like trying to compare eras is difficult because you have to take that person and like, what if Billy Cannon grew up today and like he, or say you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. have to like figure all the stuff out, right? And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And it's the same thing actually when we were talking about NBA guys from old times. Like you know, if Magic Johnson would have grown up. Uh, you know, in today's world, oh, he'd sure. be a monster. He would have been better, yeah, than he is. Yeah, than he actually Absolutely. was back then. Absolutely, I'm saying if you dropped 1984 Magic Johnson sure. to 2020, he's okay. not right. an all star. All right, okay. but anyway, so what gotcha. you're saying, Matt? Well, and so Billy Cannon was the 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 rule there, and it's also like Tommy Casanova. I have to put Tommy Casanova in there because he was such a legend at LSU, sure. and it's his like, numbers retired. He has yeah, to be in the numbers top 10. retired. He's got to be in there. Um, <laughs> I never saw Tommy Casanova play, but I've heard tons of stuff, tons of stories on mm-hmm. Tommy Casanova. So he's six, I think, is what I have him, or seven, one or the other. Um, but the top five, and I've heard some people tell me that this is not debatable. The top five is Joe Burrow, uh, Tyron Matthew. Three was Billy Cannon. Four was Kevin, Kevin Falk, Falk, and then five was Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson, right? And I'm like, I saw I, a few people that said Glenn Dorsey should have been in the top five. I've, I saw a lot of that. I, <laughs> I don't, I disagree with it. And so every time that I disagree with somebody on this, the problem becomes like, I love We're Corey Webster. Errors. I love Corey Webster. Let's just get it out in the in the open. I love Co- Corey Webster. He does not belong in the top ten. He's, I'd say he's a fringe top 20 player. I love yeah. Jacob Hester. Love everything about Jacob Hester. He's but a he does fringe not top belong. 50 player. It, well, like, I wouldn't say that. I'd say 20, 25. Yeah, no, nah, come on, man. He had one 1,000-yard rushing season. But he and did a three, lot for that season. No, like, for sure. I, I, mean, I have to think about all of, that thing. In terms of impact that he had on the program, definitely. So, Jacob Hester had made had a significant the, impact. But in terms biggest, of players? Yes, but the biggest argument that we've had for this entire list was that um, it is Jamar Chase versus um, Josh Reed. And I have Josh Reed as number nine on yeah. the list. I was I took a long time comparing this too, because I posted this about this like the day before, and I said, "Is Josh Reed a top ten eligible football player of all time?" And of course, people were like, "Yes, absolutely." They have no idea what I'm even looking at with this list. Right. This list is ridiculous. Yeah, to have a guy like Josh Reed in the top ten is a big deal. To exclude and omit Jamar Chase took a lot of thinking with this right, and, and it was either to me it was either josh reed or it's jamar chase here's why it's crazy to me because like that means you're saying that josh reed is the best wide receiver in lsu history right yes yeah it has to mean what you're it saying. is uh, uh it is and i just it, it's not off a of talent though also 
It's not just talent. Okay, so what are your rankings based I on? I mean, if it was off of talent, why wouldn't OBJ be in there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because he's not better than Jamar. That's that's my my ranking of LSU receivers all time. I'm about to get crushed on this, aren't I? Sam, I don't think you're, so. You're I mean, like loving this. I don't Sam. think you're saying anything that's crazy. One, I, apparently, I one Jamar, two Odell, three Justin, four Butte once he's gone, five Reed. Okay. I'm gonna get All right, I can't. I can't one. give you Butte now. Butte already. But, I mean, the, I wasn't. You're even, saying like I wasn't even gonna give somebody Stingley earlier today. I mean, so, like, Wendell I Davis that, is give. in there. Like I'm these projecting. are guys that are like legends of LSU football and receiving. Although and they're like, different eras, yeah. right? Michael Clayton. Michael We're also Clayton? forgetting Michael Clayton. My number one is Eric Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me. That's fine. Sorry. I, but I truly say that for Kayshawn Butte because we've never seen a freshman receiver like him in LSU. There's I, I agree with that. And I just and don't think that – I think in a couple of years that list can be made. But, like, right now. Yeah, I, that's kind of, that's just me projecting. I'm saying Justin by Je- the time Justin he Jefferson, leaves, he'll be up there. So we can say Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase – Josh Reed, Odell, Mount Rushmore. and Odell. That's your four. That's your Mount Rushmore. But like, right wouldn't now. you say that Jarvis Landry was better than Odell Beckham in college? No, at he, LSU he, he had he better, wasn't. He had be- absolutely. He had a he better was, LSU he, career, he right? Had, he, he was. More, he had better chemistry with Zach Metton. He was a more of a fan favorite, but Odell was better. Well, you say he had better. He had better chemistry with. Zach Mangenberger, was he a better LSU player than Jar- than Odell Beckham? No, yeah, because no. Pe- no. people forget what Odell did on special teams, too. Yeah, that's true. Well, what about really Jamar? Well, they, okay, you're talking about the Matthew, returns. I mean, I mean, this is Tyron that, Matthew not was a receiver, so, but, that, Tyron that, that, Matthew, but he was number two. So that's Tyron not Matthew was the, my favorite LSU player ever. Yes, but he was number two on the list, so I can't do any better. No, I, yeah, you know what <laughs> Yeah. This is a hot take. Uh, I don't know if it really should be hot if you really get into the – that was a raindrop. That so was we, a raindrop. So we have raindrops. So FYI, we do need to speed things up. Yeah. Do your hot take. I'm gonna go. Through. So my hot take. Oh, you got to be here for this one. I, I'll hold oh, it. No. no, we're ready. I mean, all right. we're ready. We're all, all right. primed. All right. Ready. all right, we're going. So the hot take is Jamar Chase is the second best LSU player of all time. Uh, that's too high. How is it? What do you? Um, what do you? All right. Go ahead, Jack. He's better than Tyron Matthew. Yes, he was a more he was a more worthy Heisman candidate than Tyron Matthew. If you go by the numbers of every other receiver that has made it to the has made it to New York, Jamar was better than all of them. He was easily okay, more but proficient. we're not comparing Jamar to every other wide receiver. We're comparing Jamar to Ty- Tyron Matthew. And he was. I think and he was, Tyron Matthew, in my opinion, was the one of maybe a top five most worthy Heisman candidate of all time. Complete difference. Just maker. defensive players. I I, I would like say you could argue Nadamakan Sue. You could argue he's definitely th- Charles Woodson. I mean, he won the damn thing. Yeah. Uh, you could argue Ed Reed. outside of that. I don't Ed even Reed. know who else. Ed Reed. What was, yeah, what Ed was Reed. The hot take. Let's, let's get back. He said Jamar is the second best player in LSU history. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Look. I mean. All right. He had 84 receptions, 1,780 yards, and 20 touchdowns. That's more touchdowns than Josh Reed had in his career at LSU. That is more yards per reception than anybody in SEC history. That's more yards per reception than anybody to ever record 50 catches. But in it was football. only for like one year. That doesn't matter. He w- oh he, my. Yeah, but okay, but he, Josh t- Tyron Reed's Matthew big season was only for one year. T- Tyron too. Matthew only had, had one big year. One and a half, basically, is what. Well, then uh, you can Josh say the same Reed thing had. about Justin Jefferson. Yeah, but it, Josh Reed has like three thousand yards receiving. Yeah. 
And what would Jamar have if he didn't have the rookie? But, but, well, just, so but Josh Reed take, doesn't have touchdowns. Take, take 2019 and take – all right, if we're talking about – we're going to talk about Josh Reed and Jamar Chase right now. Do it. Um, jo- uh, Josh Reed was – it was junior, and then he left, and he went after his junior year. He had – Seventeen hundred and forty yards yep. receiving. Yep. Okay, but Seven that's TDs? actually that's actually it's he had more than that because they're not including his bowl stats. So the bowl was had, like eighteen hundred or no, something. No, it was it was like uh no because he had two hundred four he had two hundred forty yards in that against, against Illinois. Illinois that was at that game. Right. Uh. So he actually had just under two thousand yards. Right. And I don't know if he caught a touchdown that game, but he only had seven touchdowns in those. Uh, in the regular I get season. that. Now, my my thought is, all right, if you're going to take Josh Reed and you're going to take Jamar Chase, you have to look at the offensive styles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you had you had uh, 20, 2011, uh, 2001, you had a combination of uh, Rohan and uh, Josh Booty in that year. And you had a little bit of Matt Mock at the end. And it's like, but you had a lot of guys under center. Uh, a lot of still that play action stuff. You didn't have five wides. You also didn't. I, I, the the conversely, you didn't have um, Justin Jefferson the, as yeah. a competing wide receiver the, or Terrace Marshall, who's taken every touchdown. I on get the that too. Terrace Marshall's um, a top ten receiver too. And if you go all the way through it, and I'm LSU just saying. History? All right, so sure, say sure. say you took. Um, I mean, to me, you would have to take – if you had to remove one out of the equation, you'd have to remove Justin Jefferson out of the equation and you moved Josh Reed into the 2019 offense. Would Josh Reed have more yards and more catches than Justin Jefferson? No. Definitely not more catches. It's just tough, man. Then, then who? It's very tough. Justin Jefferson. Because Justin was in the yeah, slot. You see, that's another thing. I think – That's what I'm saying is you move you move Josh Reed in the slot. That's what he was playing at LSU back in 2001. You move him into the slot where Justin Jefferson was. Does he have more catches and yards than Justin Jefferson? No. Mm. Uh, yards he might. Catches I, – I don't know. I mean, I think if, he has, if he's with Jamar, no. no he had like 90 catches at LSU. Yeah, it, it, 2000, 2001. But as the only real option, sure. Oh uh, no, that's not true. That team had Robert Royal too. Well, we had. A, I mean, we had other wide receivers, but, but yeah, it was. Wasn't Michael Clayton like a freshman Michael on Clayton that team? Was a freshman. Freshman. Um, but I mean, but Michael the Clayton's amount a top five receiver in, this, in history. Attempts compared to I, what we had in not twenty nineteen, so. night and day. If you're building a team, would you rather have a wide receiver? Or like like Chase, or would you rather have yeah. a safety like Tyron Matthew? I mean, who do you take? You take I take well, Matthew that was because he makes receiver. plays. He's everywhere. All right, yeah. That was a question that we had um, a couple of days ago, which was if you were going to take one guy off of the past year's teams and bring him back for this year, who would you bring back? Lyle. And everybody, everybody here was saying Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. No, and we were saying Terry Matthew, Lyle or, Collins, or Patrick Peterson. Lyle, so you <laughs> wanted a, you, yeah, you want even more than that. You want an offensive lineman, which makes complete sense, right? Right. And um, we were because we it, were said that we were said that we uh, if you if you don't pick Joe Burrow, you obviously don't know anything about football. Or no, no, no. That Someone said, said yeah, and they said you're not an LSU fan. Is what they you're said. obviously not an LSU fan if you don't pick Joe Burrow. Which makes no sense. That's bullshit, but. and that also is trying to tell people that if they picked like Teran Matthew, who's the greatest defensive player I've ever seen in college football, 
maybe like the Dominican Sioux. Sioux, yeah. but like Sue. yeah, those those Sue guys Woodson. created so much impact on the game. Right. But to say that you're not an LSU fan if you pick that guy, I mean, give me a break. Yeah, that's that's that's, ridiculous. that's nuts. That's but that's the old man taking. Well, that doesn't make sense. It it just to say that you're not it does like that has no correlation. Being an LSU fan and having a certain opinion about Go you know a there specific a, thing regarding football. There is a, a, a large faction of LSU fans, and I was saying this the other day, that idolized Joe Burrow in the 2019 season, and they have now they have no sense of themselves going yeah. after that. Like they've seen all. Yeah, shut up, Sam. <laughs> no, um, they think that Joe Burrow hung the moon, which he did, obviously, but. To say that Taran Matthew isn't, like, pretty much equivalent to, like, the greatest LSU football player of all time? Yeah. I, Who would you say is the I, greatest? I, I, I mean, other than Joe Burrow. Second. Jamar Chase. Jamar yeah. Chase would be second. Absolutely. Like every, I mean, if they were consistent with their criteria, Jamar Chase was second in Heisman voting. Right. I mean, Devontae Smith's season, he was better. He was better than Devontae. He was better than Amari Cooper. Those guys won the Heisman and finished second. Amari Cooper, uh, Amari didn't, win Cooper didn't win the Heisman. No, I'm and, saying, and I'm saying those guys won the Heisman and finished second. Amari and, Cooper finished second. And they uh, weren't in the same season. Amari so. Cooper no, finished second in Heisman voting? I don't remember that. That's why I'm saying it's like the consistency. These guys have all. These guys had these numbers, yeah. and that was with Jalen Waddle going down. And some and Cooper had nobody. He had Ardarius Stewart as his number two receiver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jamar had a better year than those guys, more proficient, everything. And he had the competition. And he had Terrace Marshall with all those touchdowns and the best rookie receiver in NFL history right. next to him. Right. Which we numbers. all knew was going to be sure, but, stud. And, but and he's to the second, second best player in LSU history with all that around him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, okay, to, to, to play devil's advocate, though, Devin, uh, <laughs> Jamar had – Joe Burrow throwing him the football while Amari Cooper had what uh was what, what his face? Sims. No. Uh what was the guy's name before AJ McCarron, AJ McCarron. No, and then it was it was Blake Sims Blake where Amari Sims. went. Yeah. And Blake okay. Sims was a good quarterback. Blake Sims was that year. He was a good quarterback. Okay, but Blake, like, Kiffin, Blake Sims or Joe Burrow. Uh, it's not close. In terms of your production, I I mean I would it's pretty equivalent when you have three guys versus one. Well, no no no. I'm saying Joe Burrow or Blake Sims. I'm going to get killed for this one, but how many good games did Joe Burrow play before Jamar played? What? Oh. oh. <laughs> so before, right. before they played the right receivers, okay. how many good games did Joe have? He was so you're talking about like 2018 compared to 2019, right? In 2018, okay, but you're comparing two different on, offensive coordinators. Uh, but he's saying even in 2018. Joe produced once Jamar got on the field, even in 2018. Yeah. And Sam, you're in charge of the rain. Uh, if it gets too much, yeah, you're, you're our rain police. So if we have to have a rain delay, that's Sam's. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. I thought that like five minutes ago. Jamar, so. J- Jamar Chase <laughs> started the first snap at LSU in 16 games. He started 16 games for LSU. Right, they, starting they, in they, UCF, they, right. And so he didn't play against Northwestern State. Took uh-huh. a, took a week off after the Texas game. Soft. He started against Southeastern in 2018. <laughs> so. In those games, Jamar Chase, is, he's the only player in LSU history to never lose one start they ever played. Congratulations. Wow. I, I know it's well, not all, I know it's not all team. team around them. That is a take of the week. 
right there. I mean, um, not old man take of the week. I mean, young man take of the week. Like, what do you give this to? How much? How much? How much did Joe? Like, I love Joe. He's the best college quarterback of all time. Jeez. Oh my God, Devin. It took him. You are. It's no, a, you, you're uh, a Cam it, Newton guy. It's definitely, it's definitely not want to be Vince Tackle Young. Tackle the guy. Want to be Vince Young? Oh <laughs> shit! Is that that's Cam All right, that's, you, that's that's hey, too much. <laughs> Cam Newton's better than Vince Young, in my opinion. If great. we're gonna go there, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna let him you, keep USC, digging himself. I think I think USC 05 is better than the Miami team that everybody compares. What the fuck? We were talking about Tyron Matthew versus Jamar Chase. But you're saying Vince Young beat them. Vince beat them, and that USC team was gonna be a two-time that they were gonna be seen as. Clemson was if Clemson oh, beat LSU. Well, how good would they the be if they had Jamar Chase thought. on their team? Oh, if, if instead of Dwayne <laughs> Jarrett and Steve Smith, they would have won. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, do, I mean, they would probably would yeah would have won everything by fifty. Y'all, y'all had a first <laughs> right? round corner get okay. fried by him. Oh, okay, that's the thing. In in Jamar, Jamar. It's turn, not my fault. He got drafted in first round. Uh, anyway, Jamar turned it up against this. the big teams too. Every single game against the top twenty-five opponent, over hundred yards. Yeah. Like when when the stage mattered most, his easiest game he was. That's ever not true. Play. He only had sixty yards against I mean, look Oklahoma. At, look at Tyron. Right. Look You're at right. Tyron Matthew against Georgia in the SEC championship game. You're right, but he had two targets and they bracketed him all game. No, I know. And then yeah. Justin Jefferson had four yeah. touchdowns. I mean, oh, I stand, it look, was which one? No, I, under, I, under, I understand the situation. I stand for by sure. my list, so that's that's the that's the debate. Is I I think the debate was really going to be uh, who's your who's your wide receiver that's going to be on this list. And it, I have Josh Reed. It should be Jamar. I, I think it should be Jamar. I'd put three of them on there. I well, he's, you know what somebody told me was that okay. So twenty twenty, well. uh, we should. They told basically told me that I should hypothetically put in Jamar Chase's twenty twenty numbers, and if he would have broken all the records. And I said, well, you can't. You, you can't want me to that. add you the twenty twenty numbers? <laughs> like yeah. that's how you're. No, because he I quit get, on his team. No, no, no. I get that he's more talented. And I get all that. And he had a great year in 2019. But statistically, overall, for LSU, I still think that Josh Reed is in there. He had 3,000, more than 3,000 receiving yards in two years. um, And was Bolitnikoff Ward, all that kind of stuff. First round pick. Counterpoint. Josh Reed was 21 years old when he had those numbers. Jamar was a teenager. I agree. But we never saw him as 21 year old. (laughs) Well, I'm at, oh, but <laughs> in, in, it was all right. It, it, pro days, you can only take so much away. You yeah. could tell. Holy shit, Jamar is a lot better than he was. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, okay. Like, but here's another point. We're talking about these guys during their at LSU. career at LSU. Um, yeah. And like Jamar's Jamar. career ended. I, no doubt to me at the that end of Jamar Chase's career is going to be way better. Right. Than you know, NFL. Josh no doubt. Most, no doubt. Most receiving yards in national championship game history. Right. Thank you, Devontae Smith's injury. Yeah, so how many but, yards was that? Uh, Devontae was like six away, but at the same time, when you're the only option on your team, I don't care. Like, what was the yardage, though? Oh like For what? Jamar Chase? Yeah. 229. 229. Oh, hold uh, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They also have, uh, what's the dude's name, number eight? Met- oh, he's a bum, though. Mechie? Mechie's Mechie? a bum? Jesus. I, I can't do it. I can't whoa, do whoa, it. I whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, I can't do it. Hey. We are quick on the bum button over jo- here. John. John Mechie is the third most talented receiver on Bama's roster this year. Um, well, so Joe Joe Earl. Oh, man, I don't agree with that. Who, who you got is the two uh, guys? Aguille Hall. He's going to be the best one they've had since Amari. Oh, my God. Wow. Aguille. They just had the Heisman winner. Amari was better than Devontae. 
being a senior doesn't matter. But this guy's going to be better than Devontae Again, already? Yeah. Devontae's not even the best one of the four they had. Judy's better than him. <laughs> your face. Okay. All right. All right being, Who's second? Being older doesn't equal being better. I agree. And Devontae. No, but he was better. He never outpro- He didn't outproduce Judy. I mean, when LSU played against them, right. Devontae was the nah, guy who, who uh, couldn't be guarded. And there's a reason that Stingley on guarded. On a trick play. Huh? Uh, that on, was a on trick, a trick play. play and a garbage time on a terrible I, defensive yes. press call. I, I I'll don't take buy it. Okay, that. but still, now, there's a. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. If you even take those two plays out, which I've, I've had this conversation with somebody before, if you Probably take me. those two plays out, Devontae Smith still had like 120 yards on that game. On the kid that he used to play with on the bootleggers, and he's two years older than him, he knows his every move. Oh my God! Come on, dude. Like, but okay. There's a reason that we put Stingley on him. Well, our best corner. There's a reason we put him on Devonte and not on Judy. But let's get back to it. So yeah, sure. We're, um, we're, we're really getting into the weeds here. Yeah, but we were talking. About, so who's the second best receiver on Alabama's team? This uh, talent-wise, or how they're going to produce? Because like that, those things aren't equal. We'll produce. We'll. Will produce John Mechie's probably gonna he'll be up like, somebody will be very close to rivaling him with it. But uh-huh. the thing is, it's gonna be two freshmen that are battling for those numbers. Who are those so guys? Like Javon Baker and Aguirre Hall. Okay, so but not JoJo Earl. I've heard a lot about. He'll, he'll be a good one. I just think the path to the field's really tough because they brought in so many young guys. So many young guys, and it's like Mechie. So this freshman in his is role. going to be Fuck like the number Earl. one wide receiver. Uh, Aguirre, Aguirre Hall, I truly like he. Is an absolute monster. I okay. if he's the best one since Julio, I wouldn't be shocked. Better, Jesus, better than Jamari Chase. <laughs> Jamari, Jamari Chase. Whatever Chase. Yeah, better than Chase. <laughs> too many Trulies over there. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, all right. But better than Josh Reed, Matt. But, 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 I, but I. But I ask you, <laughs> what did John Mechie do in a wide receiver two role? Nothing at all. He was a wide receiver three, deep play bomb guy when the coverage would break down. It's like he was not a volume receiver of any kind. It's he was just he was th- he's in a good offense. He's a good vertical threat. I mean, third round receiver type. But like I thought it was a great compliment to uh, Devontae Smith. Yeah, he's a, I mean, and when Waddle came in, obviously it was a completely different story. Yeah, and I guess when I say bum, he's nowhere near the level of any of these Alabama guys that have been coming out in past years. But he's still he's a fine player. I'd take him on LSU as our number two guy right now. This yeah, year. no doubt. Yeah, so our, don't, I guess don't our talk number about, two is don't our, talk about that. That's going to be a worry for Josh Kirkland, right? As of I, right now, I, I would say Dre, Dre Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. Dre, Dre Jenkins, but, um, if if we were smart, if um, that's who it, that's who it should be. Who? Deion Smith. Um, Deion Smith. Yeah, we were talking about him. Or Chris Hilton. Yeah, I think those I, dudes are real close, right? I I like Hilton more. It's just Smith and rolled early. And then Brian Thomas is also, you know, a good, good, player. A good fucking player. And Malik Neighbors Malik, has a ridiculous right. catch Malik radius. Neighbors, I think, has a little while to go, though. Yeah, but he has a ridiculous catch radius. That's the one yeah. thing I can live with. It's like, for a guy who's not huge, Man. but it's like, he can go Dude, meet but, the ball. But he looks like a freak athlete, bro. Yeah. He looks do, jacked. Do you think that he will stay on the offensive side or move over to the defensive side? Because I've heard cornerback as well. Um, Shea, I don't know. That's tough. Shea Dixon once compared Malik Neighbors. About two years ago, he compared him to Jamar stylistically. Okay. Funny enough, I mean, obviously, on the less recruited Jamar is a DB. So, so he's going to be like the right. second or third best player in LSU history, basically. <laughs> That's right. No, he'll be nowhere near. But it was obvious, <laughs> like, 
I just yeah, I I I could sit on that Jamar topic all night. I, he is truly like <laughs> we we should probably get off the yeah, Jamar topic. It's, it's, he, well, he's we're just really different. draining on that. Well, and that was my old man take of the week was uh, Josh Reed is number nine and not and I have um, Jamar Chase out of the top ten. So, so you probably have him at like eleven then, right? Get off my lawn. It's, it's extremely. Did you hear me? Extremely I get off my lawn. For sure, extremely close. So I think Devin White's better than both of them. By the way. I had Devin White at ten. I know. I think you should have Devin White at nine. Over then Jamar. Jamar and then move them huh? down. Over Jamar. Yeah. I know, right? I mean, it, it's hard. It's very, very hard to. to well, count he played that. a he played a full career. He. I mean, Devin's special. I'd put him in the top ten, but. <laughs> Sam's on. Sam's muted himself, and he's like not taking the bait on this. I mean, Devin White was the best linebacker in the country for two years. That's all I'm saying. You think two? Yeah. Seventeen? Yeah. I I, I uh, Ro, Roquan Smith was pretty damn special that year though. I'd give it to Roquan. And then Devin. Like, uh, Ro, Roquan Roquan was special that year. He was he was good. I just don't think he was better than Devin White. He wasn't Devin's bucket year was better, for sure. I, I think that I think year, I, I think Devin was better both years. And I think they really? gave it to Roquan because those committees like to give it to seniority. If I was building a team, I would take Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, Devin White, probably even Glenn Dorsey, all above Jamar Chase. If I had to all go right. back and pick my fantasy draft, I'm just taking the stout defense. Well, let's guys. talk about Glenn Dorsey for a second because I got some pushback yeah, on Glenn Dorsey. Yeah, we did. And th- here's the thing about Glenn Dorsey that I have to say is he won all the awards. He won all the accolades. Uh, his junior year, in my opinion, was better than his senior year. His yeah, senior was. year, he got he hurt, hurt against Auburn. Auburn uh, cheap shot at him, mm-hmm. uh, went at his knees. I yes, that. and I'll show you the. Cl- I'll send you the clip. Uh, send me the clip. I got plenty clips send, to show I'll your send ass, you the clip. Matt. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the clip. War Eagle, che- baby. Cheap shot at him. About cheating, cheap hurt his knee. Some of bitches. They hurt his knee. Uh, he was the guy was standing over him after he hurt him. It was the worst. Thing ever. Not a great look. Um, I mean, not a good look. Um, but it, it hurt him from then on. Uh, right. He wasn't the same player. We gave up a ton of yardage and a ton of points that year. Yep, especially uh, in, up the middle. In 2007 that people don't remember. And we didn't have Ricky John Francois the whole year. That's right, and then we had him Until in the championship, championship game, right? and all of a sudden he's a, a demon. <laughs> he's like, okay, uh, this guy's like a top five defensive back yeah. in the country. But we, it, <laughs> some of the stuff that we probably should have looked at uh, with Bo Pelini earlier too, like – you know, we we all thought about Bo Pelini, and we thought excellent of this defensive coordinator, great yeah. like defensive mind. He could, he's very aggressive. He could blitz and all that kind of stuff. But 2007, man, we gave up a lot of yards and a lot of points and a lot of big plays, bro. Yeah, but we were still like, I mean, you know, you lost your best player on the team, and then you still but he were was like, back. You were still like 12th in the country defensively. Yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> Arkansas not, for that to be your gashed. worst year. I gotta be honest. When it comes to Bo Pelini, if he was, if we were gonna give up as many yards as we did last year, I really thought it was gonna be on the ground. I didn't think it was gonna be over the top. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. if looking you wanna, at his Nebraska, if you want to say anything about like, the defense, sure. it's that the defensive line was like anything good about the defense. That the defensive, defensive line, line was, was the edges were awesome. Was fucking sick. I mean, yeah. I think going into this year, LSU has a top three five pass rush in the country on paper. They have to produce like it because the D tackles we don't know yet. We haven't seen them do it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. The edges? Oh my yeah, God! Find but, find a better duo. But you know, I think right. I think Jaquelin Roy is uh, an excellent uh, pass rushing defensive tackle. I agree. Uh, Him and Smith. He, he should be in on every pass. Him down. and Smith would be great. Yeah. Uh, Smith Smith's just 
You think, you think Smith ball. is going to uh, start by the end of the year? Yeah. That's kind of what we were thinking, too. Dude, I, I, don't, I don't even think it'll be end of the year. I hope he's like starting at the beginning early of the year. On, yeah. Well, we agreed on I that. Hope. The same front four, like Roy, uh-huh. Roy Smith and the edges. I think I think the starting lineup at the beginning of the year will be uh, uh, Glenn Logan and Neil Farrell. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see him putting Roy in over And I could him. see Farrell actually staying in the starting lineup the whole year. Yeah, I could, I could see that. He's, and then you just rotate. And it's, Yeah, it's going to be a big rotation. Just, yeah. All four of and, those guys, I love. And, really, I do. A lot of people like Farrell was supposed to have a big year last year, but he opted out and he came back ten days before the season started. Right, like, that, that dude wasn't in shape. It's like, yeah, for he was planning to not thought, play like, that season. I, I've always thought he's he's been a good player, but he's always been pretty good. He that he looks fat. Does he not look fat? Neil Farrell. He always just looks so fat. I didn't. I didn't see that. It's like uh, his is he just doesn't carry his weight well, but then he moves so well. It's yeah, it's, he's it's really weird, and he I think it's because he wears like small shoulder pads. <laughs> the guy that I really miss LSU having, I think he would have done some good things here. I mean, he would have been rotational with this edge rushing group, but he came up with so many big sacks. Was Justin Thomas now at UAB? Yeah, yeah. I miss that guy. Yeah, that was, was that was a tough loss there. He was, was so solid. good at just. Oper- like at the right time, he was going to do it. Yeah. Bring him in on third down, and that's the guy that's going to get pressure. Right. And like he was young, and I was like, I cannot believe. Oh, then UAB. I mean, their defensive coordinator. I blanking uh, on the name. Yeah, yeah. Old, white guy, mid fifties. Bill White. No. No. Oh, I can't think of it. That's about the most white guy mid fifties name you could come but up with. But that was the guy. Great job. We were looking at it. Like, Bill White sounds good. Huh? <laughs> yeah, probably at least half he's like it. a so sixty year old defensive coordinator. Grew up in the Midwest, probably. Bill I don't understand Clark. why y'all know the UAB defensive Bill, coordinator. Bill he was big. Oh, D- David. Um, <laughs> oh, bless no. you, David. Bless you. This is excellent podcasting. Oh, yeah. Freeze? We're, we're try- no. Freeze? No, that's the Cardinals guy. Hit <laughs> we're trying run. to think of a name. Matt sneezing into the mic. <laughs> um, that was a rough one. No, yeah, I can't think of it. But the, he was a candidate on, like, Shea and all them were like, yeah, he's on the short list for LSU. Oh, David Reeves. David, David Reeves. Reeves. David Reeves. That was, um, uh, what's his name, Reeves' son. Dan Reeves' son. Really? Yeah, Dan Reeves' son. Yeah, and that's Dave, why he's a defensive mind, is what they call him. David Reeves is an awesome DC, but I see why Coach O didn't go with another. Shout out UAB, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I oh see, yeah, UAB I see guy. why he it didn't. Was, it was Bill Clark, our head coach. Y'all were Bill trying Clark to take to like become our defensive Bill, coordinator. Bill White. And Bill oh, Clark. We, we wanted Reeves. No, yes. you wanted Bill Clark <coughs> for Bill the Clark. DC, and he said, "No, I don't want to do it. I want to be my own coach." No, okay. I think we were All going right. after Reeves. All right, fine. No, you no, weren't. Was you weren't. You were going after Bill Clark. You weren't. I mean, I was there. Uh, and then <laughs> you were there. Yeah, you were there. yeah. I'm a UAB grad. Bill Clark. I mean, uh, grew up in that. Bill Clark was a head coach at Prattville High School when I was in Prattville, Alabama. And then he won a shitload. He won state championships and went to UAB. Anyway, Bill he Clark. The... Bill Clark is the name. He, he's the guy you guys wanted as defensive coordinator. And, y'all did, and then he said no. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I know we wanted to interview Reeves and we didn't even get to. Nah, it. What do you what do you think about uh, Durante Jones? See that that's where I was gonna go. It's like Durante's just his goal line scheme alone of just pack the pack the goal line and beat us like beat us bitch is like I love that. I do too. And it's just like beat us. I have dudes out here. I'm gonna let them be dudes. 
Yes. And I, I like that mentality. I think Young, just being relatable with the players as well as like Andre Carter, I think that'll be good. Yep. And that's why I'm okay with why they didn't go for David Reeves because you just fired Bo Pelini. Well, let's just go get another old yellow and white guy five years younger I, than him. I kept hearing, like, okay, yeah. they're, they're looking for a minority hire. That's why they went after Marcus Freeman first. Well, um, also, Marcus Freeman was, was the best defensive Yeah, he was the best defensive player. Oh, for sure. But, he yeah. burned our ass. But, man. yeah, it, it, that's why that – Oh, yeah, we it went get, down the, we get burned the wrong at the, way. At the one yard line, we did exactly. So, <laughs> just like the Mizzou game, man, the Durante Jones hire to me is going to make the world a difference for this team. Where it's like you got a guy, the defensive coordinator, that can relate to the players. He's super cool. We've been out, had drinks with the guy. Like yep. he just, he's going to be able to connect with anybody. Yeah, I've heard some plenty of stories about Bo Plenty out in the wild, and it's like. Man, that, that's not the guy that you would have thought that you would have bring in right after a Dave Aranda that was a soft-spoken. Uh, right. Yeah, everyone who's like met Bo Pelini was like, hey, he's kind of an asshole. Or he's just, <laughs> well, it's just <laughs> different style. Never that's heard what they would say it nicely. They would, yeah. It's a different style. He's just, you know, he's old Dave school. Dave Aranda, you know, he's old school. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I really think, too, that Durante, like, he was clearly not a big-name hire, and I kind of like that. Get, I do too. Get the right guy. You don't have to go splash and be like, oh, yeah, back to 07 we go. Like, we got our old guy. Like, well, we were talking to him one night, and we were talk- We were jokingly saying, okay, if, uh, Tulane came calling and wanted you to interview for the head coaching position at Tulane, and he goes, I would take I would take the interview in a heartbeat. Like, any, any head coaching job I would take in a heartbeat. Yeah. And so – I love that fact that he is looking to, like, ascend yeah. he's from where to he's something. at right now. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whereas you got a guy like Bo Pelini who's like, probably I'm never going to re- be a head coach again. I'm looking to retire at this right. position. Right, he went from head right. coach down to D.C., um, and apparently he spent the most uh, time on the U-Club course mm-hmm. than anybody in 2020 mm-hmm. is what I heard. I also heard he's at the Geno's Bar a good bit. Oh, okay. That's where I heard he likes to spend his uh, – <clears throat> Monday through Friday afternoons. Um, should have been at Fred's, you idiot. That's yeah. right. Or Pogies. <laughs> yeah, you could have been at Fred's. Uh, yeah. You lost out. Yeah. Um, all right, so. Too what old. Was, what were some of the other things that we were going to be talking about? We have the finals tonight, right? Yeah. Oh, oh golf, golf picks, too. Golfers, sure. Oh, we didn't yeah, make, that's we right. Didn't, we didn't even make our picks. All right, so. We didn't talk about it, though. Golf picks, uh, we have one team uh, betting, and we also have the one team media account. I don't know what y'all guys are doing yeah. with that. On one team <laughs> on, on one team media, I didn't I didn't tweet anything out yesterday, but there are no. I'm not betting on the MLB All-Star game. So but I saw you posted on uh, one team media for your golf stuff. Today. Yep, and I right. put all the picks on there. I'll go over them again now in case you didn't see it. And, uh, okay. That... Um, so, this disclaimer, like, I will be the first to say I'm I'm good at betting football and golf. Like, I enjoy betting those things. That's right. Golf is probably my easiest thing to bet. Vegas does not know what they're talking about. I mean, these guys have, these guys have kind of seen. I'm yep. not trying to suck my own self over here, but doing all right. I try a little bit. I try to do that yeah, all the Jack time. Yeah, Jack does that for yeah. us. I always Jack's try. Jack's the fluffer. I always try to suck my own group. And total on on golf since the COVID restart alone, I'm up 76 units mm. betting. Outrights okay. outrights what, are from one win to, to win the COVID restart of golf to now. Wow, 76 units. Okay. Uh, then, not to suck your own dick. No, not to suck my own dick. I'm just I'm truly saying like if you if you're looking for golf picks like don't listen to me on an NBA pick when we get to that. Don't oh, fucking yeah. listen to me. I'm telling you right now, golf. I'm not too bad. So, 
this I'd week. I'd say whenever you post your picks on, on Twitter, you should go hashtag suck my dick. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag blowing myself. <laughs> Perfect. And <laughs> then, hashtag uh, my dick in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> then... Uh, anyways, so for this week, I mean, Royal St. George's, I mean, they played it there 10 years ago. You got to be able to either hit it long or you got to be a European with some experience. Okay. And Dustin Johnson should have won that tournament 10 years ago. Yeah. It is a very safe bet. There is a 75% chance he gets a top 15 this week. There's a 25% chance he misses the cut. Mm. So... Total, I'll start with the outright bets. I just can't I, see this guy missing the cut on this course. I can't, I can't either. And that's it's my a thing. safe course for like a guy, a long hitter. A, a long hitter that can take his two iron off the tee and yeah. say, Yo, I mean, like, you're just completely blowing it like, as far boom, as, boom. Yeah. as far as, uh, um, oh, look at her taking a dump in the background. <laughs> Ellie was taking a dump in the background earlier. Um, I, I can't see a long hitter like that unless you're just blowing it on the putting green. Uh, I think Bryson's gonna miss the cut. If I'm not betting on that, but Bryson DeChambeau plus Link style golf plus if I mean the other day you could tell he was not doing good off the tee even with Rogers. He's been a mess off the tee for a month. Yeah. Ro- he was relying on Rogers to put it in the fairway and then Bryson's all right with his iron still. Right. But in his practice rounds he was going out there taking driver, he's gonna try to overpower British Open, it's just not gonna work. Yep. I and see that. He's built for US Opens. But no, British, no shot. So, for outrights this week, I went ahead and put half a unit on Xander Shoffley at 13-1 to odds. Love that. Xander Shoffley, I mean, you just know he's going to be up there. I mean, I I would love that if it was a top five or whatever. Yeah. He's always up there. Exactly. And I'm like, you know, this is his style of golf. If he's going to win one, like, why won't it be now? John Rahm at plus 700, terrible value. He's, eh. Then he's not going to win the Opens back-to-back. He's not that guy. Like I don't fucking know. Guy, I, I, I like John Rahm. Great guy. golfer. He's not going to do the Open Slam. He's not Tiger. Mm. And then and right. we we got to start preparing for the next Tiger, though, you know? I'm all in. Like, let's let's yeah. make John Rahm that guy. Let's Char- let him. Charlie Woods. Charlie Woods. And that's Woo! like dude, that's like futures bet. It's like fifteen years from now he's though. Like, so, you he's know. like he's in like seventh grade now. That's yeah, like give yeah, him, give him seven like, years. Okay, yeah, seven, yeah, well, like seven, five, eight years. seven, mm-hmm. like five. Yeah. He'll be in amateurs. They're they're, they're going to go into that, uh, bro. That three witty hit at that father son thing. That was I've never hit a shot that good in my life. You can tell, like, <laughs> and he's which, like ten. Another golf disclaimer. This is actually me sucking my own dick, but I don't. Here even we care. go. Jesus. Here we go. And. Golf disclaimer. I am I'm very a, good at golf. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Charlie Woods would kick my ass, and he can't drive a car. And <laughs> that he can't hit it that far, but, yeah. He is How is that sucking your own dick? I you mean, just we're, it's, to a 12-year-old. it's sitting there. Because I'm, uh, I'm a two-handicap? His, his, dad, <laughs> his dad can't drive a car either. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, Tiger. I love you. Nice. It, was just, it was just right there in front of me. <laughs> Dude, that's... That is, no. That was those. That, that was good work right there. That, that's excellent yeah, yeah, yeah. jokeage right Perfect. there. Perfect. That was very good. That was good. You got to have some balls to have crack some jokes in this world. That's right. <laughs> canceled. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, hashtag canceled. That's hey. That's speaking of canceled. Let's talk about Stephen A. Smith. Oh. Oh, I'll go through these. I'll stop because he's not canceled. canceled. But go I'll, ahead. Yeah, I'll you gotta go through, all your. Yeah, I'll your... speed up. Get going through these. So we got Xander Shoffley at. Uh, let me read them off just to get you the exact. 
Sure. Total. Uh, I got a screenshot right so here. So, last time for the U.S. Open, I, I was in this pool, and I won. And, uh, you know, not Love to, to hear uh, it. not to suck my own dick or anything. <laughs> uh, but Well, that's a segment now. <laughs> <laughs> not to suck my own dick or anything. That's the name of the segment. Uh, that's a great... I mean, it's what? like... You, a it's, little confidence is necessary in this world. It's got to be suck, be cocky. Suck my tiger dick, right? Suck my tiger dick, bitch. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. to suck my so. own tiger dick or anything. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good uh, transition. Okay. So, I won the pool, and now this week I said, hey, <laughs> hey, where's uh, where's the pool this week? I'm, I'm ready to join up and, you know, play some more. They said you're not invited. They said they said we're not doing it this week, you which want, is probably total shit. Yeah, you can be on. You remember mine? I was telling you, I when because I won. How much money do y'all put down? Because they only made me pay twenty dollars. Oh, ours is fifteen, and the winner takes home over six hundred. Uh, sign me up. It's yeah. like a Fanduel deal, right? Exactly. I'm and terrible at Fanduel golf. Yeah, and terrible. That's because it's really fucking hard. I love it because a lot of people what they don't do, you need to build a balanced team because you get fifty thousand dollars. You need to build a balanced team because you have six guys, and if you miss the cut with two or more, you're screwed already. Right. So you got to have six solid guys with no real drop-off and guys that and can push up in contention. And one that can, like – And guys yeah, that yeah. can surge up. Because my team for the Masters was Hideki Matsuyama, Will Zalatoris leading the way. Okay. They were the top two by a mile. Nobody yes. else had that yeah, combo. Yeah, yeah. But then I had Reed, Tommy Fleetwood – and oh, who are the, some of the others? I can't think of them, but the point remains. There's no what a, real drop What a off. great oh, pick Cameron Smith. Will uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was on his was his sixth. No, oh, no, he was. oh Torres. Zal Torres is a fantastic pick for I, the Masters, right? Yeah, and like, nobody knew who he was. Nobody knew, and but that's the thing. It's like I I love to follow college golf. I know probably nobody in this world does, but you can find a lot of the next best players in the world. Right there, they're top 30, 40 in the world. The moment they get out of college, you just got to let them play in the tournaments. PGA is a bunch of idiots. Right. And then Zal Torres is still, like, getting sponsorship exemptees for the rest of the year. Like, he's not even officially in every – doesn't have an official card yet. And he got second in the Masters. Unless he wins this year, he's not an official member yet until next year. So, who are the other pick? any other picks for the um, British Open this weekend? Yes, sir. Here we go. So, I got – so here's the full list. We got 25 to win 625 on Louis Oosthuizen plus 2500. Solid. Louis Oosthuizen. Louis finished top hate five him. in both majors this year. Why do you hate Louis Oosthuizen? It's a foreign guy. Just doesn't. It's not attractive. I like. I like he is uh, an ugly dude. I like. Uh, I love American. a good ugly golfer. Though, I man. love Louis Oosthuizen. The 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 shades because back when he won True. at St Andrews a decade long ago, time ago, I thought right. he was the. Which if this was at St Andrews, but he was like twenty three at the time. Yeah, and if if this was Louis at St Andrews, you should bet on him blindly. He's played there twice and gotten first and second. Yeah, he like knows that, the course like crazy. He right. that that's his course. But still, Louis in majors this year, incredible. Then we got the Xander pick I read off earlier, 30 to win 390 plus 1,300. Then we're going 10 years ago, the winner was Darren Clark, an experienced British guy. Mm -hmm. A similar golf game, a guy who's due to finally get his, playing good lately, Paul Casey at yeah. 33 to 1 odds. That uh, is I always love a good Paul Casey pick, man. Paul Casey, that's 15 to win 495 right there. Dude just straight makes cuts. Yeah, that's all he does. 
And then we took Dustin Johnson with half a unit to win 475 at 19 to 1 odds. 19 to 1. On That's unbelievable. Jo on well, Dustin Johnson, Johnson, on a course he got second place at and blew and it. And if he gets years. hot, you know he can blow the field yeah. away, It's like obviously. They're pretty much relying on Dustin Johnson to not show up for yeah, a major. I'll exactly. put on Dustin Johnson in a major. Right, right. And then here is my other strategy when it comes to major golf tournaments. So you have golf tournament matchup bets. Take three every week. It's impossible to lose two of them. So you got Kevin Kisner over Francesco Molinari, minus 130. Louis Oosthuizen over Bryson DeChambeau, minus 130. Mm -hmm. And Dustin Johnson over Jordan Spieth, minus 115. Hmm. The, I like the over J Jordan Spieth, even though Jordan Spieth has played well in the British Open. Yep. But I do like – there's certain guys that – you know one of the guys that I count on just crashing at the uh, – like in a, a round matchup is Rory McIlroy. Oh, yeah. Like if you can bet against Rory McIlroy in the first I, round, but during you're, the, you're hitting on that thing. During the U.S. Open, in my at majors at least. in my majors. pool, I was doing. I sucked because I just rode with all the guys I took for the Masters out of loyalty, sentimental. Yeah. But yep. I I took Rom outright at plus nine hundred. He was the outright favorite, and I mean, y'all remember in the replies that guy was telling me how it was chalk. Yeah, like, I don't care if it's chalk; it's winning. As long as like, it wins, <laughs> like, right? Fuck, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. So then, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, it was just some random guy in their replies. If you're reading this, stop betting on golf before you have to sell your house. Oh, yeah. Is that what he said? No. That's me telling that to him. Oh, okay. I thought that's no, what he No, he came you. in there slandering one-team golf bets as if that's not the only This guy's coming in here sucking his own dick. No, yeah. but one. if you look at the history of one-team, one-bet every day, it's up about 11 units right now. It's about 11.26. We need to post that. We need to post the unit, how much you're up on the one team, yeah. one bet. Yeah, really I'll start, I was I'll only start, looking at the hockey bets because I, I hate hockey betting. And that hockey, I was getting smoked this year. I'm typically good at the postseason. Like, golf's Dude, the only winner we have Hockey on was team. fucking weird this year, I get though, bro. On that, the Avs. Except for Lightning winning it, I guess. How did the Avs lose? Like, it's just. Oh. Dude, how'd the fucking Canadians make it to this fucking cup? Well, I, so I'm a Jets fan. That one hurt when they swept. Fi me. Finals are tonight. Um, and I, I think it's already started, right? Probably. So I mean, probably already like, started. Uh, who who was we're going tonight? So late. Was it? It was uh. Bucks was it Suns. And was it, it Phoenix was, minus four and a half? Uh, like Bucks minus four and a half in Milwaukee. Bucks over Bucks. under two twenty one. And I saw it was like Phoenix seven. and the and the under maybe something like that. That's if I were betting it, that's what I would do. Which I've been like a noted Devin Booker fan since he was at Kentucky. Like this team. My friends get mad at me. I think the Suns are going to win multiple championships if they keep that core intact. Well, uh, the Chris Paul would be the yeah the exactly. To that. Like yeah. they have to keep Chris Paul, but, but how how much longer is Chris Paul going to be in his prime? He's already like what thirty four years old. If they can keep thirty him. like five six, but if Chris Paul takes old. a step back, you would expect Aiton to take another step forward to make up for it. Or Mike and, Bridges, and sure, like but I think so Chris Paul is what's making that thing go. I around. I agree. I think Chris Paul does make it go around, but yeah, yeah. I I, there, I can see both. Just the way that team moves the ball is awesome. I mean, the other night we talked about it, and I said Bucks uh, simply because Scott Foster was refing. Chris Paul's lost his last 13 games now, ref by Scott Foster. That was Foster. game three. You thought Bucks were easy on that one, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just like Scott Foster's refing. They need ratings. Let's not make – it's not going to be too hard <laughs> here. And tonight, I my prediction for the series was Suns and five. But like I said, I'm not a good NBA better. But I've gotten every Suns series prediction correct. And I haven't put money on it, so I – like the games or no? How long the series goes? What was yeah, the yeah, over under? I mean. It was tw two twenty two twenty one two twenty one. You Which, think that's a? 
I would take the under in Milwaukee. Phoenix is they'll, they'll slow you down on the road, chip away, and the Bucks have been playing good half court defense themselves. Yeah, and I think with, with four and a half, like that's a, that's a pretty good. I like that. Phoenix. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Bucks, Bucks are the best Even defensive team like, in the league. If, if you're gonna take Phoenix at all tonight, I mean, if I'm not sure if it started, if it hasn't, but uh, if you're gonna take, take them before the game, up. take them straight up. It was plus one ninety. Yeah, better like, odds. Yeah, take them straight up. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So I game hasn't started yet. It so hasn't started yet. You got time. Yeah, put it in, guys. You got. You probably have like five um, minutes at most. Yeah, I I think that uh, we do need a bet for today. I'll get that one out there. Suns money line. Well, you put you put a ton of uh, golf bets out there, so everybody yeah. can check that out on one team media. Yeah. Um, and then we have one team betting. Williams kind of doing one team betting. I'm, I think he's connecting with you on that too. Yep. yep. Where you y'all have the betting going in there. there. That's right. Yep. Um. We have uh, our one-team research and development. We were told yeah. this week that we have too many Twitter accounts out there. And mm. obviously what it is, it's a, uh, it's it's a conspiracy. Just, well, it's all – Can the, I name drop the guy here, or no? Here, here's, no, please don't. Okay. Um, okay. No, I just don't want to, you know, give him any yep. credit for doing anything ever. Yep. Um, but what this individual thinks is Haters. that Matt – is running all of the accounts. I run all the accounts. Including Radius Podcast, which and, he's not even on. And all I'm doing is talking to each other on these different accounts, and I'm also just following each other. And that's why we have 3,000 followers on uh, Twitter is because I've just created 3,000 Twitter accounts. And that's the way <laughs> this is uh, rolling now. Um, that's <laughs> Matt why. took the time, created 3,000 Twitter accounts. And you know what? Accounts. This guy posted this. Somebody sent it to me, and I took the bait on it. I got pissed off. But this is what happens. So yep. this is what happens when you bite That's on right. haters. Yep. That guy's been in my mentions before years ago. Yes, um, yeah, there's sh- a lot of there's a lot of these guys. They don't like the fact that we're just we're just fucking around. Like, yeah. is it okay that we don't have an opinion about every? It's not a fact that we put it out every time. If well, we it's speculate, like I- we. We like to make lists. Like, is it? It's okay. To do we're, all this we're, stuff. we're having we're, having, bar, we're having bar talk conversation. Exactly. Right. It's like you know, I do have an opinion, but I'm not gonna like suck my dick or anything. <laughs> oh God! I'm not gonna, Damn. I'm not gonna this like this thing again. Like, you gotta understand though. All like, these people like to suck their own dicks off. As a as a sub six foot white guy, golf's the only thing I had athletically. Right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's right. that's true. Like, so, that's a skill sport and a half. Right yeah. I mean, I played basketball, but there were two kids on my team. One of them plays for Tennessee. The other one plays for the Houston Rockets. So, are you uh, still I, sucking I, your I own dick? For, no. What? Well, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I played Whoa. zero minutes. Who, wait, like who, a, who's I your? Play, I didn't play. Who is your Houston Rockets? Who's your guy on the Rockets? Yeah. Armani Brooks. Okay. Oh, yeah, he w- yeah. Went to my high school. He, he was went. a zero-star recruit out of high school. Where do you go to um, uh, college? Oregon. Houston. He was the guy that scored 30 on Kentucky in the Sweet 16. Oh. I remember that. McNeil Maverick. Also, my high school had A.J. Abrams that played with Kevin Durant back in the day. A.J. Abrams is the director. Oh, yeah. But, you know, A.J. Abrams, <laughs> little guy that played with Kevin Durant. J.J. Abrams. J.J. 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 Abrams. J.J. Abrams. But, yeah. So <laughs> What's he done? J.J. And then J.J.? Independence Day? Oh, so he's not a good director. Though. Well, he's like an uh, impactful, mm. like, one of those directors. And do you all know Victor Bailey on Tennessee? Lefty guard, number 12? Victor I know that Bailey. name, actually. I do know yeah, that He name. played for Oregon, transferred Oh, white there. guy? No. No? Oh, uh, arm shut up. He, he's a lefty. I mean, like, he was the higher rated one of the two. It now turns out that it looks like Armani will go on. To have what high school is this? McNeil High School in Austin. McNeil in Austin. So... So I got, I had back surgery, and then ended up 
Ruined your basketball career. Yeah, ruined. As if, <laughs> as, as if the school I was at wasn't already like enough of a sign. Which, if I even at that point, just being there for like the memories, all of it, seeing those guys play at that age is a lot cooler than saying, "Oh yeah, I had 12 points one night." Right. It's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, that school, my school, played Westlake High School where. Drew Brees went, yeah, yeah, and they were the number one public school in America at the time. Big time Austin school. And we didn't even have Armani Brooks at the time. We had a kid who was being recruited by Wichita State uh, transfer in, and we beat that number one team in the country by 20 points. Wow. And our high school was like the number four. Westlake was number one in the country? Yeah. Okay. And our high school turned out to be number four rated in America on Thanksgiving Day, and they finished fourth in their district that year. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. And they lost their first playoff game. They, and they, it's because you had that back surgery. Well, we talk about choke. <laughs> I mean, choke job. Who's a coach? Get him out of there. Yeah, oh, really? no. That, that, <laughs> hey, yikes. They can't coach a big game. But fun fact. Gus Malzahn the, 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 co- the coach sucked, and they actually <laughs> they had they had a six foot ten Brian big Harson. man who plays for Air Force that quit the team, too. But Golly. that team, yeah, it was. Uh, so they lost that playoff game. They had they a lost. roster management situation going on. Yeah, they yeah, did. they lost on a buzzer beater. They should have started a, Max Johnson to a freshman. <laughs> a freshman, fifteen-year-old hit a buzzer beater over VJ. His name was Garrett Wilson. Is he oh. like a Ohio State's number one receiver? Oh, <laughs> wow! So Garrett Wilson as a fifteen-year-old. You you go in the gym. I shit you not. I was in there. Jimbo Fisher and Leonard Hamilton were both there to recruit Garrett Wilson to Florida State for two sports. Wow. Sheesh. It was the most He doesn't play basketball. No, but he was he was a four-star basketball recruit. He just happened to be the number Speaking one. Speaking of basketball, can we – I am like – We need uh, to at least touch on it. And I am like hyped up about the one guy in particular. Adam, Adam Miller, Miller. Oh to me, God. is going to be a freak at LSU. If, yeah. if his facilitating – can translate from this FIBA stuff because he wasn't really a facilitator yeah. with IO, which makes sense last year. Yeah, yeah. But if he can be our facilitator of this offense, oh, yeah, this team's going to be special because they they have no holes. That's the first LSU team under Wade we can say that. Where yeah, and I if don't they know. Have, if they have somebody that can set the floor on offense, they're going to be all right. You can really, when have they the, ever had that other than Tremont? I don't the remember enough about. The only thing that this team is missing right now is just somebody who's just a bucket getter. Um, I think Miller can be that guy. I think he can be. Penson? Uh, I mean, Penson, what did he score last year? Eight, thir- eight? 13 points a game. Oh, I thought it was more than that. And I think um, Alex Fudge is going to be very good. I think he's a sure. hard worker, sure. too. A- Alex Fudge, early enrollee. I I wouldn't be surprised if he was a starter by the end of the year. Yeah. Right. It, it, the only thing I'm wondering is just, like, like the past, what, um, since Will Wade's been here, we've had Tremont for the first two years. Uh-huh. And then he left, and Skylar Mays averaged, you know, 17 points a game or something. Uh, and and then last year it was Cam Thomas. Right. Uh, right, Javante, you know, Watford steady was putting 15. in buckets as well. That's Watford, right. right. Um, you know, Nas Reed was in there. Uh, I, I, I think just, you who, can't, who is that guy I that think we just can't, go to on offense? You can't expect Darius Days, and we've had this conversation on Facebook messages and stuff about mm-hmm. um, Darius Days going from – 12 points a game to possibly like 15 points a game. I think that's very uh, under like I think that could happen. Uh, Darius days and I've said it a, a combillion jillion times is Come he re- he reminds me of Draymond Green and Draymond Green 
has the same stats until his senior year. And in his senior year, he, he went 16-10. and 10. And I don't know if Darius Days can get to 16-10, and 10, but 15-9, and 15-8, and eight, I that is not out of the realm of possibility for me that he can average something like that. And it's not out of the box to see him get a production value, kind of like how a Draymond Green did his senior year. And if that happens, bro, that opens up everything. Like I think we'll need more production than just spot up shooting from him, though. I agree if he's with that. Be that guy. And mm. I also think you need some more defensive. And I think that having a guy behind him like Efton Reed or right. Sharif O'Neal, if he's going to be the guy that's going to be, if he's going to be down healthy. low, dude. If Sharif O'Neal up, is healthy, this team is going to be sick. I agree because Sharif O'Neal is really it's, a dude, and it's depth that you really need. You need a, a big guy with depth. And you yeah. need somebody that's going to be behind Darius Day. So when he gives up a guy down the lane, you yeah. got somebody there to back him and up. So, but that, that we last, had no rim protection. That it, point it, that you just made is why right. Darius Day's rebound numbers are not going to go up. Yeah. Because Efton Reed's down there snatching them all. And I think they may even go down. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. And I think if Efton Reed is just as good as Cavell Bigby Williams, that's already a success. And Absolutely. He's going to be better. Absolutely. Like, and I mean, Cavell is a good player, like, but I think Efton has a lot more potential on the but offensive how, side. How much did that free up Nas Reed to score exactly. down low? Because you had a guy like and, that and that Nas could, could back. really pass the ball for his. He size. could, he could, right? and I think that's a that's where Darius really loses. Like that's where I don't think he can do the Draymond stuff. He just doesn't stuff. facilitate as much as yeah. Yeah. Draymond is a really yeah, good passer. But Draymond at that time was also having to play point forward because they didn't really have a point guard either. I mean, they, yeah, they, Draymond they, really they did Corey, it all on that they team. They had Corey Lucius, who ended up at Iowa State the next year. Yeah. So, yeah, I so Pinson I haven't seen a lot out of out of Missouri. So yeah, I'm I mean, hearing about solid, him. not an extreme facilitator, but he'll, so he'll Pen- score double digits. Pinson yeah. Miller be your two two guards. He's aggressive as fuck as Pen- mm-hmm. Pinson is. You know, um, he's gonna pressure. I think this is gonna be the best defensive team Wade has had. Oh, not like sure. that's a high bar. No doubt. And but you, but no you no add doubt. a guy like a, Tari Eason, who is like yeah. I've seen plenty of Dude, him. I completely forget about Tari this Eason. guy uh-huh. is just like a scrapper down low. He's gonna. I, you scrapper that made you laugh. No, big, big scrapper guy. Uh, we got a comment in the chat. Today's episode is officially longer than Efton Reed's commitment. Oh yeah, <laughs> so. probably. Um, who said that? Who said that? Uh, I think that it was. was a, I think it was Jude. Jude, Jude said it was that. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I don't even know if anyone's watching anymore. Who knows? But well, they'll listen. Um, so, Tari Eason is very active down low. I think that's going to help. Guys like Efton Reed's going to have guys like um, Darius Days. I don't know if he would play the four. And I what I w- really wanted was Darius Days to play the three. If he really has NBA potential, I'm four. he's got to play the three. I'm thinking four. I, he's I, got I, to I, learn no, no. how to play the four three. Four for the betterment I, of LSU. I agree with he, that, but for the betterment of Darius Days, yeah, he has to learn how to play the three or yeah. he's toast. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, if he's gonna come back, yeah, he can't play. Like he can't be our three man. He can't. I, he's not. He just doesn't have the defensive ability it's to like, do it. He plays like Brad. Ba- I mean, not Brad. Brandon uh, Bass. Brandon Bass. That's yeah. who he reminds me of. Yeah. Just two inches shorter. Um, and you know, he being two inches shorter, you know, Brandon Bass was already undersized for a power forward. Yep. So yep. he'd be a super undersized power forward, which is why he needs to be Draymond Green. If he wants to make it in the league, yeah, because I, he's the same 
Like same build as uh, Draymond Green, basically six yes. feet tall. You know, pretty filled out. Six six, six uh, seven ish. Exactly. What Something does like a that. havoc ball lineup next year look like? <sighs> Just I, like so Pinson Miller Gaines. Oh, yeah, that's why. That's, right. that, that's why I like Gaines. Is I dude? I've been wanting to see a press out of LSU for two years now, and I feel like we've never had the depth to do it. I think this team will press. I think they have the depth to do it. I think the Havoc lineup, to your point, is um, Pinson, Miller, Gaines. Yes. Uh, Alex Fudge Alex at the Fudge four, and then Tari Eason at the five. Spot, I agree, 100%. Yep. Um, That's perfect. Because, that, dude. Like, have fun, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you I got, mean, you're you got, still long. You you're have, still very long. Yeah, because Fudge I mean, is huge. Yeah, yeah like, he's 6'8", six, six, but he's, got, six, he's like – he could reach that door, and then Charlie yeah, Eason's yeah. maybe six nine, but I mean the the way he plays, he gets yeah. he plays above the rim, and he had a lot of block shots. Yeah, I mean he plays like he's like a six eleven guy. I, for I don't think it would be crazy to say Alex Fudge will be the most fun player to watch in their time at LSU out mm. of anybody under Wade. Wow, most mm. most fun. If, I if mean, he lived, it I depends mean, yeah. on it depends on how long he stays. But if he stays a second year to play here, or a third year, yeah. and he's putting the ball on the floor, getting buckets at all spots of the floor with that athleticism, plus what he already does in the open floor and passing the ball, mm-hmm. he might be a monster. Yeah, like, I, I he needs think to he, put th- weight on. But I think he could. Yeah, he does. He's he's very undersized, uh, undersized uh, in terms of filling out. Um, but he reminds me a little bit of Brandon Ingram. That's what I thought when I was. I, and I think you can be undersized if you're a three. Like, and he's undersized skinny wise. Four like in time is he'll tough. Be, he might be fine. He, and I want to see these guys hit jump shots and stuff like that too. Yeah. But um, that's why I like I like days in that role too, where he can they can kind of like switch out if they needed to. There's no real three or no real four. They're just two forwards. Yeah. Um, they can kind of swing out. I think if if LSU gets into a game next year cuz i think they'll want to slow it down a little more than they have in past years mm. cuz and i think when they do that let adam miller play james harden ball yeah he was doing it in europe just let him go one on one on a guy let him go one on one lefty he's got moves he he knows how to facilitate I off think of it that, i think this grew. guy is lightning in a bottle and the thing is i last year i was parading that Illinois basketball is a bunch of fraud since November. One of my friends is from Chicago. He goes to <laughs> Illinois now for grad school. Like, How are they frauds? Uh, they, every, they good te- every good team they played, they, they lost blown out, yeah. and then they were scraping by Big Ten bottom feeders, and they got one big win against the unhealthy Michigan. And so I was like, yeah, but I mean, they were a good team. I mean, they, they were definitely good, but like, you know, you had Adam, Adam Miller was their sixth man, and then you know you had Kofi Kirkburn, obviously, and then Ayo Desunmu. Oh, where's this the, guy going to end up, the Kofi re- Kirkburn? Oh, dude, I, by the way, could he come here? Is I, that well, possible? I don't think it's. I don't. I haven't heard all the rumors about it's this, but Florida I thought it was Kentucky, State. and then they were out. It's Florida State or back to Illinois. I read. Back uh, to Illinois, and he's go also in the portal, and then go back to Illinois. He also entered for the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's an option too. I think it's I think it's Florida State or draft. Wow. That's what I thought I saw. Yeah, I have no, I don't know if LSU has a shot at all, but I I, I can guarantee <laughs> I you yeah, hopefully that Adam Will Wade has inquired. Shit, right? Uh, yeah, they have inquired on Kofi Kirkburn. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, we it, could reach out to him for an NIL deal. We could saying. right now. If, um, if he needs to come. I, my thing with Illinois, though, $200 a month. that dude off the bench who went back for a fifth year now because NLI, NLI stuff, whatever, uh, Trent Frazier. Trent like, Frazier. That lefty. There are certain, for who? 
Illinois. Okay. He was their starting guard that started over Miller. Shouldn't have. Um, he, for three years when I was betting on Illinois, when they were an 18-15 team, that guy would just point shave blatantly. <laughs> and it was just, I was like, what the hell is your problem? You're following it hard. And you're yeah, like, so no way. I have such an <laughs> Blue chips. I have such an agenda <laughs> against Trent Frazier that I, oh, also DJ Carton of Marquette, he's on the list too. So those two, they blatantly point shave. And, like, any game they are in, it's like, sure, they might have one good game every six, but you know that in the biggest game of the year, when their season ends, they're going to shoot, like, one for ten. What did Trent Frazier do? One for 11 against Loyola Chicago. And it was just, I was telling my friends all year, I'm like, guys, he is one of those guys. He's going to let you down. Red light, green light players, it's like, you don't want those guys in March. Dude, you I'm would sorry. rather the under-heralded guy come off the bench and hit six threes when he usually doesn't play. Well, som- sometimes the red light, green light guy works out like Shabazz Napier. Yeah, that's true. I-, I would say he was just a green light that whole year, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Year. That's, yeah, that's fair. I, that's I'm, fair. I'm waiting. Although, not necessarily, though, because they, they did come into that as a seven yeah. seed. And Boatwright helped take the weight off him, too. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. freshman and, year. I always forget about that. Boatwright. Yeah. DeAndre Daniels, they had that big guy. Can't think of his name, and they had what was the white dude, Niels Gafai. It was Niels Gafai, number five, white guy. Dude, I don't even know who that yeah. is. I don't know how you remember all these names. Uh, well, that <laughs> my parents went to Iowa State, so I remember like I was watching that game with them. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Because yeah, if Iowa State, y'all remember George Niang? Yeah, yeah, for sure. for sure. Iowa State lost in overtime by five points to that UConn national champion team. George Niang broke his foot in around 64. He didn't play. Right. Like, like Iowa State fans, like a lot. They of were them, like loaded that year. Yeah, a lot of them. They don't care when they lost to UAB. They knew they were going to lose. Hoiberg wasn't the coach then? He he was the coach then. He was the coach and, then. Okay. Uh, when they lost to they UAB. They were, like, loaded when the Hoiberg was there. Yeah, and when they lost to UAB, they knew that that might be coming because that team was just like a bunch of head cases at that point. There were too many egos in there. But that team the year before, they would have won the national title if Niang didn't break his foot. And yeah. so, I like, my parents always, like, dwell on that because, I mean, Iowa State sports. I mean, for us as LSU guys, it's like, well, you beat Oklahoma State, like, kick rocks. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ruined our national championship title. Um, yeah. um, all right. So, I think LSU is going to have a fantastic year for basketball. It's going to yeah, be so fun. I, could, I think it could be the best team Will Wade's put out there. Could be. I think, I think so, too. They, they could be. Well, I mean, results-wise, you just have to, to get by the Sweet 16. If Will Wade gets to finish the season, then I would say it will be. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people, like, this is a very unpopular take Wait. when it comes to our SEC championship team. They played Auburn, Tennessee, and Kentucky all once. Right. All those other teams yeah. played each other twice. So you had the, be- yeah, you had we, the best line. We fucking swept them, though. We beat them all. Yeah. Two of them were at home. Sure, but what I mean, a, we went and beat Kentucky on the road. Yeah, but I think we were just better than Kentucky. I, I really I'm actually, I'm I think actually, we were better than Kentucky. I don't think we were better than Auburn. I'm actually glad or though Tennessee. that the I don't know, dude. Crowd, I was at that Auburn game, and that was, I mean, I just felt like we were the better team that day. Well, hell, we, uh, the Arkansas game that we were, uh, they we almost were came for, back uh, on us, though. in 2020. The Arkansas game, yeah, but we were beating the shit out of them all we day. We crushed Arkansas here last year mm-hmm. it showed me right there like okay this is how good we could play and obviously we didn't play to that level the entire year but right. like that showed me right there okay the potential for a team like this is through the roof and when you add in okay we're gonna have a pack pmac in 2021 man i think that's gonna work like completely go in our hands because people are gonna be freaking fired up. i think it'll hurt us on the road too like I think people oh, are going to yeah. be so fired up for like full full stadiums again. 
Yeah. Um, and that goes to football too. I think yeah. football. I I don't see us losing. It's part of why game. I want to go to UCLA. Oh, Alabama, maybe. Yeah. I honestly. Uh, Val, uh, yeah, UCLA. That's why I want to go. It's like just the first football game right. available. A take thinking about basketball. I think there will be more, or there should be, more ranked teams preseason in basketball in the SEC than football. But, yeah, I could see that. I think the SEC is going to be SEC, terrible. SEC, I think, is down right now in football. football. It's gonna be, I don't think it's going to be a great year. I, I saw um, a tweet from Brian it's gonna Holland. It's going to be very top-heavy. Our, our guy Brian Holland at NBC 33, Fox 44. Uh, mm. Shout out. He's awesome. Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said this is the first sign of a down SEC year. There's only three quarterbacks invited to SEC media days, and he's a, it said mm. that's the first sign of that's a little bit down this year in SEC football. And you know, it's a it's a obviously a take from like abroad a little mm-hmm. bit there, but it's. I mean, understandable. Like, you don't have a lot of returning guys that you usually would have in the SEC. It'll be the worst since 2016, but not as bad as 2016 when every team except Bama had at least four losses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that right. Was, that was bad. That was terrible. And But I think this year you look at it, which I, I'm more confident in Georgia making the playoff than I am Alabama. Yeah, I've heard a lot of Georgia I, talk. That's my preseason. Dude, it's too bad they don't play each other this year. Yeah, the I mean, season. and I think Georgia's going to sure they'll meet up in Atlanta. Wait, Georgia and Alabama, they don't play each other. No, no, no. Play Georgia plays Clemson. Year. Clemson week oh, one. And yeah, they're four point <laughs> underdogs right now, dude. Georgia is four point underdogs. And so you're saying hammer that? Take the where, plus. Where's <laughs> where's that game? Uh, I believe it, is it in Atlanta or something? Yeah, it is Atlanta. That's oh good. god! Dude, oh my god! They're dude. putting the dog. I didn't. I'm just putting that together. They're putting. The, y'all have been to that stadium when the LSU plays Georgia. I've, yes. Were you at the uh, SEC championship? Yeah. yeah. That LSU was outnumbered in their 80-20. Yes. Like 100%. Dude, LSU was almost outnumbered in 2018 here at home against Georgia. Everybody wants to to share the picture of 30 minutes before kickoff instead of kickoff. They had that stadium 65-35. Dude. 60-40. It was was borderline embarrassing. I was shocked. The entire – I have never seen a home game for LSU. The entire East Upper Deck was red. Even before the game, before the game, we were at the Coca Cola tailgate. Guys from Atlanta are just coming off of buses. Like, dude, it was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Can I go back to not suck my own dick segment again? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. During the field storm, first student on the field. Wow. First one. How do you know that? Because I was in the front of the row, and they had pictures and video of it. In the video of the people rushing the field, they show you right where everybody's going on. I mean, it's, it's simultaneously me f- the no, first guy. It's Dude, me I was probably like the, the first. I was probably like the thirty thousandth person on the field. <laughs> I I, I ran, was so fucking high up. That I was in the fifty yard line. I ran line down there, loving with, it. I so. ran down there with four minutes left, knowing what was going to come, <laughs> and I jumped over the wall. I want I wanted to get out there, and I also this is a one hundred percent true story. I won't lie about this. Jake from I ran up to Jake from told him he is you told him to suck your ass. No, I uh, I won't say it, but DXU. No, yeah, oh, you're a pussy. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, we can say it. Okay, yeah, I was like, yeah, I told it was like yeah. Jake. You're kids an are e- asleep. Yeah, I was like Jake. You're an <laughs> f Jake from you're an effing pussy. I r- ran over there to him like 25, 30 feet away, and he pointed at one of the security officers. Tell you like, to get him. Yeah, he was like, go get him, and I just ran back in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart. Swear to God, Smart it move. was like. Okay, and but, you're like, I'm with Barstool, bitch. Yeah. Is it <laughs> the, well, actually, at that time I wasn't. Yeah, you weren't. Okay, there yeah, yet, you right? weren't there. That, yeah, that's right. um, but that video, the point of that was when we were storming the field. It's not a good thing that I was first on the field because I 
face-planted going over the wall, and I, like, pretty much rolled up, and then there were a hundred people in front of me. Once oh, I, yeah. Once you, I was standing up. Yeah, so if, yeah, if you look at the video, you can find you the kid. Who, yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just did a somersault over the wall, and I, like, flip up onto my feet, and there's just everyone's in front of me. I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I we, think we've got to wrap this thing we up. We have right? got to wrap it up. Um, a couple of sponsors I need to talk about. I gotta go do. Uh, court, uh, courtesy Buick GMC. Uh, Brandon Lejean over at Courtesy. We appreciate everything that they give to us. I'm gonna be talking to Courtesy here soon. Took the studio outdoor today. Yeah, we did outside studio. Mm-hmm. It I'll feels probably, great out here. I can too, probably hear the, the crickets. Um, who else we got on that on this list here? Uh, Sam Bear Process Safety. My guy Adam Barry. I actually saw him at the restaurant the other day. We had a lot of plans in the works with Adam. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that's everybody, if I'm not mistaken. So we appreciate everybody from checking in tonight. Um, uh, outdoor edition of One Team One Podcast. We had everybody here except for Jude. Jude's in the background. We and appreciate William. him uh, checking out. Yeah, William w- did, couldn't make it tonight, but we're gonna have some videos of William here soon. Yep. Uh, William in the wild. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to call it. Um, <laughs> I think we change the name like every week. Every week yeah. is changed. It's different. Um, <laughs> so, so we appreciate them. Check us out on One Team One Podcast. One team uh, media on Twitter and on Instagram. Right. And then check out uh, one team one podcast.com. We got a lot of merchandise on there as well. We appreciate everybody for joining us tonight. Sam, Jack, Matt, and oh, then Devin over here. Can I add one more thing? Yes. Y'all make sure to set your alarms. Brooks Kepka tees off in five hours. Brooks Kepka. <laughs> is that what we need? We need he's, Brooks? He's, he's the first. No, he's just the first group off, and it's Brooks Kepka. No, no, Kepka no. And yeah, okay. We need to watch it. Yeah, he's that's got, right. It's Brooks Kepka and a major. It's appointment television. All right. So <laughs> set your alarms, folks. We appreciate it, guys. Talk to you guys uh, next week. One Team One Podcast. Logan out. Great job, Sam. Sam, you did a good job.